Hi, this is Lacey. This is Jason. From Bourbon House, and you are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. are listening to the free form rock podcast is everybody in is everybody in is everybody in the ceremony is about to begin from the streets of la to the stadiums of the world guns and roses Roses, appetite for destruction. Get it or regret it. Um, well, I don't really know too much history about this band except that it formed from two bands, LA Guns and Hollywood, Hollywood Rose. Rose. Okay. Yeah, they're all from the gutter and uh, they formed together and we're just playing around. <laughs> we got a gig. April 11th at Radio City. Uh, Where's April that? Where's Radio, Radio City? Radio City's down in uh, the ghettos of Orange County. Yeah. And April the 25th at the Dancing Waters Club down in San Pedro. That's on a Thursday night, I think. And plus, you know, don't forget the, the Troubadour show this Tuesday night. Yeah, that, that, that's the local show. Yeah, there's three flyers at Vinyl Fetish. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, anyway, um, LA Guns put out a record a few months back on Raz Records. Raz. That was uh, the group before. <laughs> okay, so we have here, we have Tracy and Izzy and Rob, and there was somebody else. Before. Axel's up in the lobby. Axel's getting something. <clears throat> um... Can't smoke. Yeah, anyway, so um, what now? Who is in this band, and what do you all do, and what is this tape we're gonna play? Uh, this is Guns and Roses in this band is myself, Izzy, Izzy Stranded, uh, guitar, <laughs> Tracy Guns, guitar, uh, Axel Rose on vocals, uh, Axel and I are from Hollywood Rose, uh, originally, and um. Rob Gardner on drums and uh, our friend Duff play bass. And uh, this song's called uh, Don't Cry Tonight. It's a song Axel and I just, we just wrote it a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> it's, a, it's kind of a sad song, but it's cool. <laughs> so, uh, you know, everybody don't cry. grab a Kleenex. You know. Okay, <laughs> don't uh, cry. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that, that this is still KPFK Los Angeles, and this is Hope here with uh, Guns, Guns and, and Roses. Guns and Roses. Yeah, the band Guns and Roses. Uh, a lot of people probably haven't heard of them because it's two bands that combined. Uh, like we were saying, L.A. Guns and Hollywood Rose, <clears throat> and um, basically a rock and roll band. You know, uh, I guess the roots go back all kinds of stuff. Uh, you know, early Aerosmith, Alice Cooper, uh, 
uh, Stones, you know, Iggy, uh, Tracy met Jimmy Page at the Rainbow last week. <laughs> so we've got all kinds of different influences. And uh, we're going to be playing around, and uh, we hope all kinds of people come and see us. I like I like the fetish crowd, and uh, you know, once in a while I go to the Rainbow too. So. Glam Slam. Glam Slam, yeah, all those places. Speaking fun. of those places, we have the infamous... Uh, Missy and psychedelic Steve here of the Glam Slam and Fetish Club, hey, and they're they're happily Check answering your phone calls, and you can call and talk to them. You can call and talk to Guns and Roses. And yeah, we'll us. yeah we'll talk. We're yeah, pretty call, tonight, you know, actually, just well. call eight one eight nine eight five KPFK. And, uh, <laughs> ask for Tracy. He needs somewhere to stay tonight. Yeah, he's bored. Yeah, they all need somewhere to stay tonight. Ask for any of them. <laughs> You got a nice warm place where you know vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, so we're playing this Tuesday, which is the what twenty sixth, at the Troubadour, uh, ten o'clock. You can pick up flyers, get them free. Don't have to spend any money. Right behind Carl's out. Market, there'll be a white van. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Have a flyer there. You'll see the van says L.A. Guns, which is going to be changed for <laughs> spray paint. <laughs> oh, that is. Um, yeah, and also if vinyl party. Meet me at Candy's Restaurant. It's on vinyl. Candy's Restaurant. It's open 24 hours. Right by the A.M.P. Find me there. And yeah. Vinyl Fetish, Tower Records, and uh, Tower Video. They all got our flyers. It's got our mugs on the front with uh, our names and everything. Yeah. Rob, do you have anything to say for yourself? What do you do, Rob? What does this boy do? Uh, Rob's the drummer. Oh, he plays drums. Yeah, he's pretty good. The songs that you uh, just heard, we just we just actually did them before we came in here, just a couple hours ago. We had a late rehearsal, and uh, we you know we had to put something together for you guys. We got a e uh, we got an EP coming out. It's gonna be a picture disc. Uh, it'll include uh, Heartbreak Hotel by Elvis Presley. <laughs> A uh, song, Don't Cry, that you just heard, the slow one, uh, Think About You, and another one that uh, everyone goes. is going to like, Anything Goes. It's a really hot song. And I'll cue the tape up. And, uh, who is this? Who is this person? What's your name? This is Axel Rose from LA Guns. For anybody who's out there, it's still alive tonight. This is Anything Goes. Yeah, well, that was Guns N' Roses, Anything Goes. Thank you. That, that's about what this is tonight, Anything Goes. <laughs> Guns N' Roses. Yay! And we say, good night! And come see them at the Troubadour. Come see me in five minutes at Candy's Restaurant on Coanga, right across the street. Bring okay. Tuesday night at the 26th. Thanks, you guys. See you later. This is uh, KPFK Los Bye, Angeles. Hope. Bye, you guys. Take care. Take care. All right, man. Welcome to another edition of the Freeform Rock Podcast. But fuck, man, we got a guest on today. I'm going to introduce him because I got some shit to say. We got Jeff Beers. Hey, Jeff, man, you've been on a real podcast, but now you're on a fucking great podcast. And I didn't fucking poach you, Charles. Who poached him? Well, I have to take the claim for that. Uh, first of all, welcome, Jeff, to the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you why, Jeff. I got in I got a real personal story here, dude. Long uh, before 
Yeah, man. Weren't about you... me? Yes, dude. Oh, um, right on. Weren't you known as the wild man, Jeff Beers? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. Way before I was ever known, this is some uber nerd shit here too, folks. When they read the review on Rock and Metal po Combat Podcast, Wild Man Jeff Beers was right before mine. That's right. And I always remembered that name, the Wild Man Jeff Beers. Because I geeked out when I heard my review on there. I don't know about you, Jeff, but I did. Dude, I didn't know they read it. That's funny, yeah, man. I have to... Man. I have to find it or something. Or yeah, I, I, I'll episode. send you a link to that episode. Hey, I mean, I what episode that. was it? Uh, fair warning, Van Halen. Oh, was it? Oh, right on. And I do like Van Halen, so I'm surprised I didn't listen to that. Okay, one. here's the big question. Do you like Van Hagar? Uh, not really. Right on. Yeah. Right. You're more than welcome to come back anytime you suck. want. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> now you're talking. And you know... I actually listened to 5150 uh, like a couple weeks ago, and I didn't really like it. <laughs> well, you know what, yeah, Jeff? Have... You got to get up and make it work. You're not trying hard enough. No. I, uh, I, I gave it a shot again, and it, it's uh, it doesn't it doesn't it's I don't know, I don't know. Um, Dreams was in the Power Rangers movie back in the nineties. That's something. Yeah, <laughs> okay. You guys are kids yeah, and yeah. like those Power Rangers shit. I fucking yeah. what the fuck is this shit? Hey, hey, um, don't, listen, don't, don't listen to Mark, Jeff. You're doing yeah, fine, don't, man. Don't. Uh, what was it? Uh, Hagar, he had that song, Winner Takes All. And, um, yeah, you like the cheesiest... Uh, over the top! You like the cheesiest... Over the top! You like the cheesiest Hagar song ever. I like Winner's... I do like Winner Takes All, man. That's something. Dude, that's a good movie. He's in the movie, isn't That he, is a man? good movie. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Stallone rules, man. Oh, because he arm wrestles in the movie. Yeah, yeah I like that. I like over the top. wrestling movie, but Stallone. Nobody. Uh, uh, you know, I can't think of another one. That's it. And I will claim the poach here because when I heard the wild man Jeff Beers on RMCP, I was like, we got to get him on. We got to get him on. We got to get him on, didn't I, Mark? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, you're the one who did it. I was listening to him, and he kept saying "rad" and and all those words that I want to bring back to this culture because this culture sucks. Yeah, man, I checked out his I checked out his uh, Facebook profile, and nothing but <laughs> wrestling and fucking heavy metal, dude. That fucking rules. <laughs> yeah, you guys can take the wrestling. I'll fucking take the rad and the fucking awesome and the fucking Bill like, Red. This shit is one. This is like one cool motherfucker here, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Fuck, he went uh, and his hair like Terminator 2. I'm like, yeah, buddy. Yeah, Terminator 2, man. So, yeah. how fucked up were you in that picture with Scab Kiss? Uh, well, actually, um, they had like a bar, right? So, you like, I think we watched the sound check, man, and the sound check was pretty rad, right? Because yeah. um, they did nothing but Hotter Than Hell, right? So, they yeah. played like three songs off of Hotter Than Hell, right? And then, like, I was front row. They had no makeup on. It actually sounded pretty rad, you know? And then yeah. I asked, um, they did, like, a Q&A, right? Yeah. And I got to ask Gene Simmons a question. And I asked him about the movie Trick or Treat, right? Yeah. And 
Gene Simmons was not happy with my question and very, <laughs> um, and Paul Stanley wasn't either because he was giving me a dirty look. And uh, Gene Simmons very unenthusiastically um, answered the question. He says, "Well, you know, I was in this movie Trick or Treat. Um, it was kind of a cornball movie. They offered me this cornball role of this rock star. I told them no." Then they came up with this DJ guy. And then I had a beard, and I can't remember why. And I guess this was stories of some girls I can't tell. And then that's all he said. Well, you know what? And that was it. You know, Kiss is a bunch of pansies, dude. They, fucking Gene Simmons was awesome in Runaway, dude. I love Runaway. Oh, yeah. Uh, Trick or oh, yeah. Treat, man. That's, that's his best movie. That's my favorite movie. Trick or Treat rules, but I rule. I, I agree with Ralph. Why was fucking, fucking Skippy in that movie? <laughs> From Family Ties. Uh, you know, he does stand-up, and he still does, because I think I remember them talking about that. They, he still does stand-up, because it was a couple of years ago he was playing in Michigan doing some stand-up. That's true. I remember my mom said she went and seen him in stand-up. I'm just saying. Was what? it funny? I don't know. I didn't go. I oh. said, well, right. Did she say it was funny? She said it was all right. Yeah. All right on. Well, good for him, man. Getting <laughs> out there. Doing stand-up and giving some laughs, man. Yeah. Right on. Hey, Kiss ain't no fucking pansies compared to Oingo Boingo. Oh, oh God. Fucking Oingo go Boingo <laughs> rules. <laughs> Fuck all of you. Fuck well, Daddy. I like, um, is a fucking genius. I like both of those bands. I think they are both fantastic bands. <laughs> I like Dead Man's Party. That's a cool song. Dude, have you, Dude. Um, have you, have you heard Have you heard the album Only a Lad? That, that album rings true today. Like the song Capitalism where it goes, there's nothing wrong with capitalism. There's nothing wrong with free enterprise. There's nothing wrong to wanting to live nice. So tired of bigging Just a little crass socialist brat who never even had to work. You know, okay, fuck. we got it, man. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I have on. no idea what you're talking about, man. Listen, I guess hey, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not yeah. as big of a fan. I mostly know um, uh, them from like every '80s movie soundtrack ever. Back to there school, bitch. Yep. I mean, they had uh, Ghostbusters two. Bachelor Party. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Bachelor Party. Two. Oh yeah, yeah, and um, I. There's so many movies, man. They're always on a movie soundtrack. Back to school, they were in the fucking movie. Yeah, they were. They were indeed in that movie, man. Yes, they were. they were. Dude, Danny Elfman is a fucking genius, dude. My uh, God. He was pretty rad, man. You know, I Batman love... Batman soundtrack. I love me some John Williams, but I put Danny Elfman up there with John Williams. <laughs> Um, okay, all right. No, I yeah. do, dude. The Simpsons theme? Come on, man. Uh, yeah, he's cool. Dun, 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 to the fucking theme of Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Get the hell out of here. Oh, dude, uh, he, he, he did the theme to fucking Beetlejuice, I like, uh, man. Beetlejuice. I like the Superman Disco album. You ever listen to that? No. I don't like that. Uh, um, okay, well, you, you ever heard, like, the Star Wars disco album? Yeah, like, no, that's, I don't uh, like that either. Ooh, it rules. Okay, well, they did that, but they did one for Superman, the movie. Oh, I gotta check that out, man. No, I'm no, in the... it's, uh, no, you, no, you don't. It's, dude, it's not even... It's not on CD, man. I, I went around, and I was looking for it because I want a CD copy of this yeah. disco Superman album, but it Why? doesn't exist. Why? <laughs> 
Because we're hip, Mark. Disco sucks! <laughs> You're living in back in 1981. I'm still living back in... Well, fuck, I like new bands. Get I don't over. like disco. I never liked disco. I don't know uh, why you guys like Bee Gees and ABBA. What the fuck? Because they're fucking... Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how you it's like Oingo Boingo. Because Oingo Boingo so fucking writes great lyrics. They have verses the and, and choruses. Right, great songs. You know they what? Do. You know what? Charles, I will give you that. They do write great songs. I did like them in that terrible movie, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Land with Peter oh, Frampton. Oh, that was awful. Yeah. You would like the, sh the shitty shit. Yeah, but the thing is, Edwin Catastrophe gave me some older Bee Gees. I still, it's the fucking voices. The voices are just horrible. It's like Keith Diamond is like, it's like scratches at me. I, I don't like it. Shame on you. Shame on you, Mark. Yeah. No, not shame on me. It's an opinion. If you like it, you know, fuck off. <laughs> I like it. So I'm fucking off. Jeff, do you like the BG staying alive? Yeah, it's cool. Dude, Ozzy covered it, and that's pretty rad. Whoa. Yeah, rad, Mark. Ozzy Get on board. It, but you guys don't like the new Ozzy album. I love the new Ozzy album. I love I all of Ozzy's albums. You They're like Ordinary fantastic. Man? I do. Straight Ooh. to Hell is pretty cool. Um, Scary Little Green Men. I like Ooh. that song. That song's pretty cool. I don't know, Jeff. <laughs> I hate disco, man. I, I, I never, I never said that I hated the last Ozzy Osbourne album. I said it was his greatest. Wasn't I his did. greatest. He was better than Ordinary Man. So, well, take well, it. Farting, farting is better than that album. Hey, Jeff, what do you think, Ghost? I think they're pretty rad. I like uh, that fan yeah, too. I love this guy. I love this guy, man. <laughs> yes, fucking hey, dude. Fuck. Rules, I, I like to be fucking fucking butt fucked, I guess, because I get people who like shit that I don't like. Oh, he liked Oingo Boingo. Well, Oingo yeah. Boingo rules! Professional oh. victim here on the Freeform Rock Podcast, ladies I've and gentlemen. I've seen Oingo Boingo three times. They put on one of Why? the best shows ever. Why? Because, because they rule! Yeah. Have you All ever right. heard Steve Bartek on guitar, dude? Oh, I have not. Don't he is to. amazing. Okay. I saw them that. with the, uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, members of Oingo Boingo with Danny Elfman. Wasn't it? I had another lead singer. Danny Elfman, uh, fucking Steve Bartek, Johnny Vatos, and all the yeah. great players from the old Oingo Boingo was there playing. Steve Bartek still has the fucking moves. Hey Mark, they fucking, they fucking rule, dude. All right, just thank you, thank they you for agreeing rule. with me. You know, I'm not late. I don't, <laughs> Jerry. I don't need what? you to agree with me. You can fucking talk <laughs> shit all you want. Well, you keep going. You keep going if we disagree. That's the problem. No, because I, I, I because that's me. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Well, I think they <laughs> suck still. So fuck that. I'm never capable. So, so what do you guys think about fucking Motley Crue saying they didn't use tracks on the summer tour on the stadium tour? What do you think? You were there. Yeah, they sucked. I Jeff, like see that tour. Jeff, what? Uh, what? What? Did you Motley see the Crue? stadium tour with Def Leppard and Motley Crue? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I seen it. I seen it um, a couple of years ago. Or I think it was it was good. I had a good time. Yeah, but yeah. Did, did did Vince sound like a chipmunk? Um, you know, um, I 
I, I don't know, man. I can't remember. I had a few beers. I had a good time. That's all I can say, man. You know, that's why um, people go to shows. I remember, like, uh, you know, I had, like, these red leather pants on, man, you know. And yeah. That was looking pretty cool. And, like, uh, just chicks, man, they are just grabbing me. Right Dude, chicks fucking showed their boobs during Motley Crue. They didn't oh. show it during Did, Def Leppard. Well, I, no, actually, like during Motley Crue, people were leaving. Um, uh, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't care much for this Motley Crue, man. They were like just like tons of people were leaving. They were who, like, oh who man, closed your show. Motley Crue closed mine. Def Leppard was before Motley Crue. Um, it was Motley Crue. It was Motley Crue. Oh, okay, um, so people didn't leave during Def Leppard, right? No, Def Leppard was good. It was Thank a good you. time. Thank I mean, you very much. You know, Def Leppard, Def Leppard was good. Everybody was good, oh. I guess. Motley Crue. Um, I, it was, you know, um, they, you know, uh, they might have sounded bad, but I don't know. I was having a good time. I mean, it could have, you know. Yeah. That's the important. That's the important part, right there. Yeah, we had fun. We know hey, Nikki Six you know wasn't playing bass on Primal Screen. Come on. But Jeff, do you know what did not sound good live? Do you know? Uh, uh, oh, Kiel Fest. Uh, you know, I didn't go to that. I'm a big Kiel fan. Um, but he. Uh, what? You don't want to uh, eat. You have to go get shots after. It, it no, is. man. I mean, I love me some Keel. I've been wanting to go see him, but he—I he, think he—is he from Ohio? No, no, no. He was—he lives in Nashville, so that's why. Well, because uh, well, he always plays Ohio. He plays Ohio quite a bit too. Yeah, I've seen that a lot too. It doesn't help the reputation of my state, by the way. <laughs> uh, well, I'm like, kind of, he, I want him to come to Michigan, right? Because that's—I mean, you know, I'm from why? Michigan, but he's. He's always in Ohio, and I'm like, oh man, do I want to drive he started to Started a Ohio? show with a fucking ballad, man. Yeah, this this is this isn't the same Keel as for the '80s, dude. No, uh, Keel for the '80s is great. The, it was first two albums, yeah. Yeah. It is. I, I, uh, I do like Fair Game um, uh, from the Bad Channels movie and soundtrack. Tears uh, of Fire. Bad Channels, uh, fucking what? What is that movie? What? Who does that movie? What is uh, it? It's a uh, full moon. Full, full moon. moon. Yeah, I I fucking subscribe to that channel. Uh, fucking. Uh, well, you should watch that movie. It's good. Did you ever watch, he's in it. Did you he's ever in the watch movie. Subspecies. I do love sus subspecies. Oh, they have like how yeah. many? Is there like three? There's like four three or five, dude. Four? Yeah. There's four or five. Yeah. I only see. I think I just see the first three. Dude, subspecies rules, and so does fucking Puppet Master. And uh, demonic toys. Oh fuck good. yeah, demonic toys rules. <laughs> uh, doll man. Oh, doll man and fucking what's that dude? Uh, trancers. Ginger. Oh, uh, I thought ginger dead man. Um, what about evil bong? What about all oh, evil bong with fucking Tommy Chong? Yeah. What about yeah. fucking uh, trancers? You ever seen trancers? Transfers is good. I love transfers. There's like three of those, isn't there? There's like four or five of those, dude. There's four or five? Wow, yeah, man. I guess man. I've been sleeping on the full moon pictures, man. Dude, like, they just keep moon, making them. When I went to Blockbuster Video and all the like major releases were not there, I went to the fucking horror sci-fi, and that's when I got into tra subspecies, transfers... You know, that sucks that we don't have any fucking video stores anymore to fucking find these fucking B-fucking-movies, dude. 
Dude, go to eBay, man. You'll find them. No, but I'm saying that that shit, when I went to fucking go get Gone in 60 Seconds, it wasn't there. I got fucking trancers. <laughs> you know. Right on. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. It's like the big movies are gone. Is you had to go to the B movies to fucking find something to get at Blockbuster back in the day. Uh, yeah, 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 man. Yeah. yeah. I heard Blockbuster's coming back on their website, though. Oh, hell. You want to go rent movies from Blockbuster because Netflix has stopped sending DVDs. And you know, and that, that, you know, and when you think about that, that's you know, because uh, they're streaming services, right? Yeah, yeah. And there's like so many out there, and you're like, what, like ten bucks a month, right? You yeah. can go to a video store and rent a movie, rent a couple movies you want to watch for a couple bucks, man. You don't have to have like fifty uh, streaming services in order to watch the movies. You just go to the video store. Do you know what you do is you go to Redbox and you get one of those preloaded debit cards right there at Walmart, then just buy all the movies there and never return them. That's what you do. Um, like Redbox doesn't have doesn't have Redbox the best selection. The movies, man. They don't. No, have, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, yeah, but like, you know, right you know, on. <laughs> remember when you guys went to Blockbuster and you you like pull the movie out like the like the like the big movie and there was nothing there so you had to go look for other movies that you never thought you would like that's how i got into robot wars oh. and fucking Aww. subspecies and shit like that because the, the main movies weren't there to rent at that time um i never had a blockbuster i went to blockbuster once and i think i rented muppets in space and the goonies yeah those movies are everywhere <laughs> But yeah. the thing is, I rented in, those movies. Uh, we had like a local video store that we went to, the mom and pop shop. Yeah, you know, it's just like back in the day, it's like Netflix quit their uh, sending you DVDs or Blu rays now. So you're not going to get those like movies that you would get in a blockbuster anymore. It's like you're not going to find those, those great B cheese movies anymore. Um, yeah, yeah, dude, you're not. <laughs> uh, there, there was this one movie on the, on uh, the Netflix DVD thing that I read it, and it was like a, it was like a Metallica documentary, and it was like some dude, and he had like sideburns and stuff, and he like interviewed like, uh, it was almost like Heavy Metal Parking Lot. If you ever seen Heavy Metal Parking I Lot, I didn't see that. I haven't seen that yet. Uh, well, it's just, he just, like, interviews, so it's just, like, a random, like, drunk dude at, like, a Metallica concert, and he's, like, interviewing him for some reason, and it's pretty funny, but he, like, interviews Madonna, he's like, <laughs> oh, you know, like, hey, Madonna, you like Metallica, she's like, oh, I love Metallica, she's like, well, what's your favorite song, and she's like, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> she doesn't, like, know any songs, it's just, uh, it's a Sandman, it's a Sandman song. Like a Virgin album, I would fuck Madonna. Hey, we were trying to be clean. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure she would love that, Mark. She Man. would. Well, yeah, I got my five-inch dick. You know, she would love it. <laughs> Why you were looking for all them deep B movies? You don't look for deep B movies, Charles. No, I was on dates and shit, Mark. Well, yeah, I didn't have a wife till I was thirty, <laughs> so yeah, that makes sense. 
Yeah, yeah he got him there because he was quiet. He was thinking. He was thinking for an answer for that. So he got him. Yeah, like, oh, I didn't have time for all that. Hey, you remember the movie Death Row Game Show? Yeah. Do you remember the movie uh, with uh, fucking John Ritter? Uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. There you go. <laughs> that movie fucking rules. That's pretty good. It has like uh, what was it? Uh, driving over Miss Daisy. <laughs> and, wow. and the best thing about it is when he went into like a threes company thing and is. Oh, we've been waiting for you. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the Wayne's World. What is it like? Wayne's, oh, the Wayne's World, World the devil, the demon Wayne's World. Uh, yeah, it's good stuff, man. Did you guys watch Dean Two, Jerry and Charles? Long time. No, ago. I didn't. I um, own that movie on DVD because it's rad. It's pretty yeah. rad, man. Have you guys rad. ever watched the movie with John Ritter? Where he has no. glow in the dark cock uh, condoms. Glow in the dark cock? Is that what you said? He has glow in the dark condoms. <laughs> I missed that oh. one, man. Sorry. It's a Blake Edwards movie. <laughs> and I'm going to look it up. So, Charles, what's going on? I, I have no idea. You're talking about glow in the dark, dark cocks. You've never <laughs> seen that movie? <laughs> no. I just used to remember watching this shit on Cinemax. Skinemax? There you go. Yeah, and waiting for the good ones to come on, where I could yeah. my business. Oh, those were the days, weren't it? You know, but today, let's, let's segue away, away from the B movies, huh? Because you know, you wait, got wait, wait. I gotta say, I gotta say the movie Skin Deep. The movie Skin Deep. You need to I've see that. That I've actually heard of that. That movie is awesome. I don't remember it, but Skin I, Deep I mean, I, rules. What was that one movie Woody Allen made with the giant tit? You remember that one? I don't like Woody Allen. But there was a movie. It was like everything you need to know about sex. Yeah, he's a new Uh, Yay! It's the one That's with so the weird. thing with Jake. It's the stuff happens. Hey, that one. I'm going to tell you guys the best B movie ever is called uh, Strange Rue with Doug and Bob McKenzie. That's not a B movie. That's an A movie. That what is a B about? movie. That is a B no, movie. No, that's is. a classic. But it's a classic a... to us. But it is a B movie to other people. No, that's no B movie, no, man. It didn't do good, did in the movie theater, dude. It wasn't. I don't know, dude. That was, I think it was pretty successful, man. I love. It came that out. Movie. They had action figures. It was. They had music. The, yeah. the song was a hit. Oh, dude! Every radio station plays oh, dude. that it's Bob awesome. and Doug McKenzie uh, Christmas thing. Well, they, they play, play the it every Giddy, year. They play the Giddy Lee Take Off, also. Yeah, yeah, that's a big, that's a big movie, no, dude. That's it a wasn't. big movie. It didn't do well. Except the camera. I don't know. I think it was pretty successful, no, man. Not in America. I love the fucking movie. It's not so much. Uh, Thing with glow in the dark cocks, like you was talking about. Skin Deep, Blake Edwards. You need to see that movie, and you need to see the movie with Ted Danson and Hallie Mandel called Nothing But Trouble. Not not nothing but trouble. There's a movie with Ted Danson and Howie Howie something. Blake Edwards movie. Okay. It's a fucking cool. I like fucking cheese, dude. We know. We know what music you like. Fuck you. 
I like LA guns. You can fuck off on that one, man. Oh God, I don't hate LA guns. Yeah, I just brought it up. I mean, Riley's are better, but it's okay. All right, whatever. You, you and Rob could go off on this shit. Go on. It's the movie A Fine Mess with Howie Mandel, nineteen eighty-six, with fucking the dude, the dude from Soap was in there also. It's a fucking great movie. And Henry Mancini did the music. The it was a full of so, movie. Are you talking? You talking about John Biner? No, uh, John Biner was awesome. Yeah. I'm talking about a fine mess from 1986. It's written oh, and directed okay. by Blake Edward, starring Ted Danson and Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. Howie yeah. Mandel. Yeah. Howie. Howie Mandel. <laughs> Not Howie no, Epstein from the great Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah, Blake, Blake Edwards' best movie for the Pink Panther movies. Oh, uh, God, really no. Fuck. Richard, oh, Mulligan, Richard Mulligan was in this movie, and so was Paul Slavino. Oh. Well, SOB, SOB was a good movie. You too. guys don't like much Maria Conchito Alonso? She was in that movie also? Dude, she's hot, dude. She Absolutely. was in a fine mess. Oh. Right. All right. All right, man. So, what are we doing today, Charles? I don't know. Can I take over for a minute? You, my can, you can take over anytime you want, bitch. God damn it. What are we doing today? We're doing my birthday episode. That's right. Happy birthday to me. And that's why I wanted Jeff Beers, the wild man, to be on this episode. So, if there's any fucking people out there crying that we potion. It's for my birthday, so get over it. I am the star <laughs> of this show. And what we're doing today is one of my favorite all-time albums ever. Yes, it was done before. Let's call this a Redux episode. But it's one of my... It's the album that lit the, it lit the fuse for me to love music by a little band that some people might have heard of called Guns N' Roses. Never heard of them. With Appetite for Destruction. Who the fuck are they? Right, I don't know. So, I'm curious, Jeff Wildman. Have look at Guns N' Roses. Where, where do you hold them in your... Where do you hold them highly? Are they in the middle? Are they crap? What do you think about them? Uh, they're pretty rad, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Guns N' Roses, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, <that's> not... <laughs> um, uh, what, what, I mean, I guess I could say some other stuff about them. I mean... Uh, Terminator 2, remember, old John Connor, Edward Furlong, cranking some GNR with his Molotov friend on the back of that dirt bike, yeah. that's pretty cool. Um, and, and Home Improvement, um, there's this one time Jill's dad comes to visit, and he asks Tim, like, hey Tim, did you get those tickets for the, uh, Guns and Knife show? And he's like, Guns and Knives? I thought you meant Guns and Roses! And that was pretty funny. Um, I went seeing Guns N' Roses, and that was pretty cool. Um, wow. So that's that's what I got to say about Guns N' Roses, man. Right on. I seen them twice, and they both sucked. Yeah, yeah, we know. It's all boo-boo fest on that. You got to see them once when they're good, Mark. I didn't get to see them when they were good. I got to see them when they I were did. bad. Oh, when was that? I saw them on the fucking... Uh, Rolling Stones Steel Wheels tour where fucking uh, Vernon Reed called him out for being assholes. And I saw mm. them on the fucking uh, 
what was that? The the Metallic at Guns N' Roses tour, which they oh. fucking uh, closed on that tour at the same arena where I saw them. And Guns N' Roses was all over the place, dude. They owe me a fucking concert ticket now that they're good. You know? Hmm. Uh, when I did go see them, they had these really sick shirts, and they had Robocop on it. Because uh, Robocop's, Robocop's from Detroit. Yeah. So, so that's pretty rad. But I did see and... him without Izzy. Well, I saw him once with Izzy. But, yeah. I, I'm not lucky and never seen the classic lineup. I saw the classic lineup. With the I saw the Chinese movie. Democracy Band, which was phenomenal. But, Jerry, what do you think about Guns N' Roses and your... Roll I mean, their their first album, dude, is you know one of the the best of all time in my opinion. I'm not too crazy about what they did afterwards, but this album is all you freaking really need. I mean, it's such a fucking great record, dude. I mean, another awesome pick. There's there's just one or two songs on here I don't care for, but I don't hate them. So uh, yeah, this is gonna be a fun time, and I love Dungeon Roses, man. Don't get me wrong. I just think that they should have uh, combined the Easier Illusion albums, in my opinion. There's too much. Uh, too much filler on that album. I love China. It, it fucking, I, my phone dropped on the fucking keyboard and fucking dropped this podcast. But go ahead, Jerry. He's still finishing up. Not good, man. I mean, uh, fucking great band, great album, dude. He's saying they're way better than LA Guns, Mark. I don't care. Oh, this album, al- this album, absolutely, dude. Without a doubt. I mean, this is better than a lot of fucking bands' best albums. I agree. This is better than LA Guns. <laughs> well, Mark, besides their shitty shows that hurt you to this day, what about you, man? What you got, like... Dude, I went to Tower Records on the day this album came out. I bought a second album cover, not the one that they deleted. You know, the one with the fucking chick getting fucked by a robot. Yeah. Yeah, and the insert now. Yeah, I yeah. bought that. I bought the original album cover that they wanted to put out. This fucking album rules. I was into this band way before Sweet Child of Mine. I was in this on Welcome to the Jungle. That song is fucking radical. That's about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, the first, I first saw heard them. They did that live at the Ritz show on MTV. Oh, it's something my, like that. Yeah, it's my favorite. Dude, I'm t- let, me, let me say something about that. It was... Terrible sounding, but it was fucking raw rock and roll, dude. Man, that's why I loved about it, man. I mean, that yeah. was total fucking brutal rock and roll, dude. Even when Axel fell off the stage, man, I mean, you can't get any more fucking metal than that, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was great fucking show. My favorite, and he wasn't dressing like an absolute goofball, right? Yeah, he's so fucking biker shorts. Yeah. Hey, I gotta so- say that before we get too deep in there. This is to Alex J. Smith. And some other people who say I'm an Axel defender. Mark can back me up. I'm as critical on Guns N' Roses as anybody else. Oh, yeah, you are, dude. By far. That's why I respect you. You're not a net swinger, dude. Even though they brought me to the dance, and that's why I always hold them in high regard. But I will pick on them as much as anybody else. So we'll see. I might like not like a song on this record. We'll see. Oh, we, we don't know. Jeff. Man, how did you get into Guns N' Roses? You already said. Uh, yeah, the J- Terminator 2. Well, the thing is, I fucking my long. phone dropped on my keyboard. And fucked oh, uh, well, I said, uh, that's, that's what I, I mean. I said, you know, 
Terminator he, 2, take, John Connor. Take another shot, uh, take another shot Mark. Edward Furlong on the motorcycle, you know, dirt bike yeah. with his molotov friend. Yeah. Yeah. Also in uh, Dirty Head, Dirty Harry, the Deadpool man. He was. Thin. Oh yeah, they oh, yeah, do. Uh, Welcome to Jungle, Jim with the uh, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Though. Oh, and uh, and the days. <laughs> oh, I hate that song, Jeff. Um, I have a poster for the soundtrack. And, yeah, but I um, like that song. Ooh. I like it. It's 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 it's, it's Guns N' Roses, man. I like. Uh, I I can't think of a bad Guns N' Roses song, honestly. Oh, there's a lot of bad Guns N' Roses. Songs. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of any of them. Have you listened um, to Spaghetti Incident? Um, I like all the Spaghetti Incident oh. songs. Maybe the Charles. Maybe maybe the Charles Manson one. That one rules. Oh, like, is it okay? Problem. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess I don't, I don't know. So, uh, I don't think they're uh, all right. I mean, you know, that's um, great. With, I'm with Jeff. Yeah. If he likes them all. I'm with him. I support his opinion. Well, I wouldn't say uh, maybe I don't like. Maybe I don't think they're bad. I, they're okay. They're all right. My world. You're with Lee Gersman, and that's fine by me. You're like my. You know, I can't. I I'm not even sure. I, I can't even. Uh, I know. Uh, I know the song, right? Because I see the title, but I don't think I've ever like. If you wanted me to hum it, I couldn't. I, it's not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Oh, I hope. You I, I don't think there's. There's probably know. some songs that's from Guns N' Roses albums I haven't listened to like that much, except except for like. Unlike Chinese Democracy, I don't think I've listened to all the songs on there, but I, there's songs on there I listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait a minute. Where's my, my world? That's, uh, what, like you Fusion 2, it ends the, the albums, and it, it's That's really the funny. one, that's the funny one, right? Uh, funny. I don't, funny. funny. It's uh, really bad. It's but, really bad. Yeah, but it's like a funny song, man. It kind of makes you laugh. I'm like, that's a funny song. It's kind of yeah, horrible. I didn't find yeah, it. I think it's funny. Oh, wow. Well, I can get that. It is funny <laughs> if you're making fun of them. But it was well, not. It's a funny little song, man. It's not a little serious <laughs> song. It's a little funny. <laughs> that, yeah. That's a funny really song, funny. man. That's, that's kind of like, is that the, that's like the uh, rap line, right? Oh, God. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's funny, man. It makes me laugh, man. I nails. Laugh. I, I thought it was more like a, kind of like a, like a rap kind of thing that they were doing. Kind of, but the music. It's like a new metal. It's like new metal. Ooh. New metal, man. They're the uh, innovators of new metal, man. Guns hey, N' Roses. Hey, yeah. you know what? I like that. You know what? That's the way you turn that frown upside down. I'm glad we yeah. got on, Mark. Oh, my God. I never thought of my world that way. New, the innovators of new metal. It, it, it kind of has like a limb biscuit. Tight, oh, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, my. oh, oh, like, no. I, I'm like, can I go for a second? I need to throw up. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. well, you don't like the song, right? Oh, I mean, do you like yeah, this song? Sucks. What do you like when that's good? No, so you get a song that you don't like sounds like a band you don't like. I mean, it, you know, yeah, that's what it is. I mean, you, I like corn, I like corn, Jeff. So, yeah, it's kind of a segue to corn. You like corn. I don't hate corn. <laughs> we need to review this out at that album so I can go fuck I like it. and I love Slipknot. So there you go. Slipknot is okay. I like this the Slipknot and the corn and the Limp Bizkit. I think they're all they're uh, great groups of 
They're rat. You guys talking about Limp Biscuit made by fucking Limp Biscuit? That is funny band, man. They're pretty funny. They make me laugh. Oh god. <laughs> I'm fucking dude. They're better than Van Hagar. Oh fuck no. Come on, Roland. I mean, remember Undertaker used to come out to that. That was pretty cool. Oh, any day of the week over Van Hagar. Well, I'm not into wrestling, so enjoy. Um. Well, I think like every wrestling. Every wrestling. Biscuit dog. Undertaker. Yeah, right. Nate, Nate Atchison is coming to this right now. Yeah, well, I don't like him as much as Jeff, but I respect how he turned the atrocity that was my world into a positive. Uh, I love uh, I went and seen uh, Limp Bizkit uh, a couple of years ago. Maybe it was last year. It was pretty fun. <laughs> I had a good time. So you like Limp <laughs> fucking Bizkit? Uh, yes, he does. Don't? Okay. Uh, no, you don't? Oh. I mean, no, I like them. They're pretty funny. Yeah, Somebody he likes them. Let them well, be. That's, that's fine. I mean, you like them, I don't. They're like a, kind of like a Chumbawamba. Oh! Yeah. One of his favorites. He loves going oh, is it? Chumbawamba. Oh, God, I hate Chumbawamba. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. You know, they're a goofy little group oh, like God, Chumbawamba. Oh, God, get knocked down. I don't want to hear this shit again. Thank you. <laughs> oh. I like that song. It's a funny song. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Pissing the night away, man. Funny little song. Smashing right. Pumpkins kills them. Mark likes it, too. He's just fibbing, Jeff. I he don't nobody... like tub-thumping. Never! Nobody, no, nobody in America thought, you know, knew what pissing meant in European, you know, talk. Pissing means drinking, right? Kidding right. Yeah. Right, yeah. I, I take a whiskey drink. I take a vodka drink. Yeah. You know, just take the whiskey. Fuck the vodka. It's like, what do they call a cigarette in England? Anybody got the balls to say it? Fag. Fag. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We, we, you know, I love homosexual people. They rule. <laughs> I have a lot of friends who are homosexual, so shout out say? to you bitches. To all my British friends, I don't call you out of your names. You're British. You make the best rock and roll. So what are we doing? Let's get into this album, man. Let's get man. into this album. We start off. With Welcome to the Jungle. Let's start off with uh, Jeff Beers, man. What do you think of this song? Oh, oh it's pretty rad, man. Um, uh, it kind of reminds me of uh, Rick Steiner's theme from WCW, uh, oh, The yeah. Dog Pound. Right. Uh, where he's like, it's like, you know, Welcome to the Dog Pound. And then it's like... Um, yeah, that's what I got to say about it. It's rad, and it reminds me of the Rick Steiner theme. Right on. WCW. <laughs> yeah. I'm last the whole episode, Mark. I'm going to go next, because right. I'm going to put Charles last since it's your Thank you. episode. Yay. From the opening riff, you know this is going to be different than all the music that came out at this time. Remember seeing this on MTV, and I was like, who the fuck are these guys? They look like homeless drunks playing, but man, it ruled. Was the first day buyer at Tower Records, man. Little did I know this band would be fucking huge. Fucking rules. I bought the original album cover, not the one that fucking uh, they put out. But fucking Jerry, what do you think of this? I mean, this is like one of the fucking anthem. One of the most anthemic songs ever written, in my opinion, dude. I mean, you can't go a fucking 
Um, you can go a day without hearing it, but a week without hearing this song? No, I don't think so, man. This song fucking is everywhere still. I mean, the Cincinnati Bengals use it as their fucking song. Um, every time they score a touchdown and all that shit, man. This song fucking rules, dude. I mean, they were a shot in the arm, man, and fucking rock and roll in that era, dude, man. And just, this album just keeps getting better, man. Great fucking tune. Charles. Well, it's credited to the whole band, but it's actually very much an Axel slash Duff composition. Uh, the very first GNR song I ever heard, which I think is a lot of folks, and uh, I first caught wind of it on Dial MTV, and God bless that fucking show, and fuck TRL for life. TRL sucks! Was this shit. Was it not for us old enough to remember? Yes, it was! Um, fuck Carson Daly. Totally. Uh, I would be definitely stretching the truth if I would say I got this song immediately, but I don't know. Perhaps it was the dirty dirtiness of the video. It was unlike anything I'd ever seen, but yet there was something strangely familiar with it at the same time. It was as if they had always been there in, in my whole life or something, but that's because I wasn't that musically educated. There's a lot of Aerosmith and Guns N' Roses. There's a lot of Rolling Stones, a lot of 70s groove to Guns N' Roses. And uh, I just fucking, after about two or three listens, though, that was it. And then I did get it. And it's so badass live when Axel screams, You know where the fuck you are? I mean, if you saw a good show, Mark, you need to check them out on a good show. <laughs> well, you know, I did see them on YouTube on good shows. Lots of oh, oh, and I you. have tweeted them when a he lot screams, of times saying, you guys should give me a free ticket to your shit since you're this, good now. Yeah, it probably should. And Ron Keel, give me my $25 back. But when, when he screams at where the fuck you are, it's all badass. It may be a burnout song for some, but... Uh, this one song crushed lesser bands like Poison and Bon Jovi to me. One song, and I don't mean that as a disrespect to the people that like them. This is what killed those bands for me. I never looked back. Absolute classic, and it's a definitive Guns N' Roses song. Yeah, I got all you guys on this, right? Yeah. Yeah. I just yeah. want to make sure. And then we get to the next song, which is It's So Easy, Jeff. Um, it's pretty rad, man. I like this song. It's a good song. It's like, uh, they did that video at the cat house, you know, yeah. Ricky Rackman. That's pretty cool. Ricky Rackman. Um, uh, you know, it talks about some sort of Sunday dress. I mean, what's a Sunday dress? I, I don't know. Dress you wear on Sunday? I see your rad song. I think it's like when you go dress. to church, you wear your Sunday yeah. dress, man. It makes sense. Um, yeah, I guess so. I guess that's true. I guess so. Um, I don't, you know, good stuff, man. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. I give it two thumbs up. Fuck yeah. right on, man. I'll go next. That bass line is so cool, and Axel changes tone. I was like, who else is singing this? Only Axel, man. The guy has so much range, and it does not get he does not get enough credit for his range, man. Fucking, when I heard this, I say, why don't just fuck, when he says, why don't you just fuck off? As a 16, 17-year-old kid, I was like, I can't play this in my grandpa's car. He was a pastor. 
but Slash is so awesome. He seriously has his own style, but he overshadows Izzy because of the look. I'm going to let you guys argue over this song, Jerry. What do you think? Why would I argue over it? About Izzy and Slash. Oh, I don't care about that. But, uh, I mean, this song fucking rules, dude, man. I mean, come on. You get nothing for nothing if that's what you do. Turn around, bitch. I got a use for you. I mean, that's it's fucking you, awesome. That's all you need to say about that fucking song, dude. Total fucking fuck you. Great tune. Charles. Well, this, this composition was credited to the whole band in West Arkeen. He came up later on some Use Your Illusion tracks. Uh, but it was primarily a Duff composition, really. And the opening bass line, that motherfucker right there fostered in me a love of the bass guitar. Uh, it's not my instrument of choice to play, but I have a deep love of it regardless. Uh, this was actually the first single released. And... Uh, it didn't do a lot because of the lyrics, but uh, and it was the video is badass. Jeff was right to point that out at the cat house. Really cool ass video. Uh, it was you know, I don't I think it was banned for quite a while, but you can get it on YouTube now. Uh, one of the best things about this album to me is the sequencing because side one is pretty much all these songs are kind of interlinked. Welcome to the jungle is about Axel hitting. It was actually New York, but he applied it to L.A. And uh, he hit the city from the country, and now they're getting into some dirty stuff. And this is how the the rise of a band. And pretty much all the songs on side one are in that vein. Of course it's a fucking awesome song. One of my favorite PNR songs ever. Yeah, man. Fuck. It fucking rules, dude. It's like, and then we get to the next train. Next train. Next song. Night Train with Jerry Pixel. Here's Night Train on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Okay, Jerry, you pick Night Train. Go with it. Well, I mean, I put every song on that little fucking wheel that you can make and spin it, you know, on, on your phone. That's the song that landed. Because you can just pick any song off this fucking album that would be good, man. I mean, this song is just fucking incredible, dude. Loaded like a freight train. I mean, just fucking the lyrics are great, dude. Another fucking masterpiece of the tune, dude. Love it. Uh, Jeff. Uh, Night Train. Well, it's a good song, man. It's rad. Um, uh, so it talks about like a Molotov cocktail, but I thought they were saying mullet, uh, tough cocktail. And I'm like, well, Molotov, man, that's a, that's a cocktail for me because I have a mullet. So, <laughs> um, it's, it's a rad song, man. Um, you know, um, yeah. Right on, man. Yeah, that's that's all I got. I get to it. The song that taught me what what cheap wine was. I was such a good kid. Didn't drink or smoke until I was legal, until I was 21. But man, the booze, the weed. Fuck, man. This song was like Aerosmith's groove. It was driving rhythm. Fuck, that Aerosmith abandoned in the 80s except for Pump. This song fucking rules, Charles. Oh, Night Train. Credited to the whole band except for Adler. Uh, guns uh, guns owed to their drink of choice back in those days. Uh, that crappy cheap wine, Night Train. Curiously, they misspelled it. Uh, it's missing a T in the title. I don't know if you guys noticed that or not. Kind of no, interesting. Slash. Slash is wild about this song. He's mentioned it many times. It's one of his favorites to play. Axel Sneer is on fire on this one. And telling his chick, take your credit card to the liquor store. That's one for you, two for me. No, oh, fuck yeah. Bad ass. Bad ass. Riff is perfect. Izzy Stradlin plays a cool, cool solo right before Slash. Who just crushes with his great groove. You know, he just crushes his solo. Great groove, excellent song. I'm still trying to find any rat song this good. Quality over quantity. Well, feeling like a space brain, dude. That's fucking amazing. Fucking incredible. Come fucking on. Incredible, man. Uh, dude, I didn't know it was uh I didn't I didn't know it was a wine, man. That's yeah, uh, man. It's some I like uh, I like Boone's Farm, man. I was yeah. just about to say that, Jeff. I was, that was my drink of choice. Back Did you guys um, imagine if, uh, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, imagine if like uh, Boone's Farm was there, wine uh, the of choice. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what Night Train was? So I worked at a fucking Arco gas station, and they had the Night Train there, and people were doing fucking uh, what is that? They did fucking beer runs, and I would fucking get next. To the, I'd see them come in. I see one guy like stand out of the door. I see one guy come in, and I would go there and stand at the door and go, "You guys are doing a beer run. Fuck you guys. I know what you're doing. Fuck you guys. I ain't stupid." And they would drop the beer right at my feet and run out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers! I knew what you were doing. And my manager watched the video, and he goes, "Mark, just let them have the beer." I go, "Why? Fuck them!" 
Yeah. <laughs> Go fuck Doing all that night train to yourself. I ain't getting in the fucking beer. I'm going to fucking block their asses. Fuck I, I, drink, I drink wild Irish rose. Dude, back... I That's didn't drink till I was 21, shit, dude. dude. That's some nasty shit, too, buddy. Dude, I... Dude, don't... start uh, Boone's Farm Strawberry and fucking Mad Dog 2020. Oh, everybody did Mad Dog. I didn't do Mad Dog. Dude. Mad Dog. I didn't do That'd Mad be... Dog. <laughs> I was like a good boy. And I... I went, not. I did it for you. I went and got fucking... What, what is it? Costco fucking... Uh, what's that? Canadian fucking whiskey? Can it, Canada House? No, that Canadian whiskey. Canadian mist. Isn't that that's a Canadian house? Canada house. Canadian mist. That's Canadian mist. No, it's Canadian whiskey. It was like a Canadian mist. No. Oh, you mean uh, uh, it's a different uh, one. No. The shit that I the shit that I drink every now and then. Um, fuck. Uh, God damn it! I can't think of it right now. I'm looking it up right now because I'm fucked up. I don't know what everybody's doing, man, but what's up with that to get me? Look up no, no, whiskey. no, no, no. I gotta I gotta make sure this Canadian whiskey gets in this podcast. Uh, it comes in the bag when it comes in the little like, No, it bag comes in a buy. huge fucking bottle. Like a yeah, I know bottle. The, bottle. the bottle comes what's in the that? Bag. Canada House, man. No, that's, that's, no, it's not that's, that. that. <laughs> How many Canadian whiskeys is there? There's like one that fucking rules. I, I'm i looking it up. Crown Royal? No. Crown Royal. Oh, that is not favorite. it. Canadian Club? No, that is not it. It's a one, it's a one Canadian whiskey that everybody drinks. Uh, Canada... No. I'm looking it up right now. Give me a second, man. You guys keep talking about fucking... Carlton Tower? No. Black Velvet? Black Velvet! There you go. Ah, there you go. Dude, I drank some Black Velvet when I was 21. And you know how they see that you're fucking... You threw up in a straight line? That shit fucking... I threw up in a bush. In a straight hmm. line. In a straight line, dude. Awesome, dude. Yeah. Huh. And if we get to the next song, <laughs> which is Out to Get Me, none of you guys picked, right? No, Black Velvet was the fucking whiskey I dr fucking threw. On my 21st throat. birthday, a dude shit himself and laid in it all night. That was Ooh. pretty cool. Wasn't me, though. I drank that Canadian whiskey and I threw up <laughs> in a bush and I slept under a fucking car. He mixed Cisco with Tangeray. Not a good Ooh. choice. I never tried Cisco. You don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. Drink paint thinner. You'll be better. Yeah. All right, out to get me. Out to get me, uh, Jeff. Oh, uh, that's a that's a nice little ditty about uh, you know. Oh, I guess it's not a very nice little ditty. Oh, it, uh, it, it seems like there's a couple of mean people in the song, man. Getting. Trying to get that Axl Rose character, you know, because they're <laughs> out to get him. Um, you know, uh, it's a good song. I like it, man. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Uh, you know, they have to. Uh, it would the, some dude like rakes his wife or something. That's not very nice. Um, <laughs> that's kind of mean. God. <laughs> um, it is. You mean. know, I thought of that. Or, or, Poor Axel, man, you know? Yeah, man. Yeah, I have to get him. 
That uh, makes me feel bad. I wonder if uh, this is true, man. I is it kind of rad, though, still? Yeah, it's a rad song, man. It's just, uh, poor Axel, man. I feel bad. Yeah, I feel really. bad for Axel. Oh, I feel bad for the lady, man. It is, you know, his life, man. I know, right? If this is even, like, a true song, I mean, who knows? I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, right on. Mark, what you got? I got just listen to the rhythm. Axel's voice, man. This is smooth as butter with a razor in it. It's like it kicks ass. I know this song I wouldn't play in my grandpa's car. This is a fucking driving song. Get your tickets. The whole band is on fire. Steven's drums is so fucking good on this song. Fucking Steven Adler, man. Fuck. Drummer in the band. What a Best fucking they... great drummer. Nobody gives credit to you. Jerry, what do you think of this? Dude, this song's a fucking banger, dude. I, I think it's the best song on the album, in my opinion, dude. Whoa! I fucking did. love that. Fucking love that harmony solo in the fucking middle of it, dude. Just fucking total rock and roll, man. Love it, man. Another fucking classic, dude. All right, Charles, man. Mr. Yeah. Guns and Roses Nutswinger. What do you think about this? Again, credited to the whole band, but this was primarily an Axel song. Uh, hey, man, Mike Klink's production was fantastic. You know he did a lot of work with Triumph, right, Mark? Fuck, I love Triumph. There, there you go. But I have to say, though, on side one, well, I think this is a very good song. It's my least favorite song on side one. Mm. I mean, it's still a badass fucking song. Don't get me wrong. But maybe it's the earliest example of Axel's whining that could work my nerves at times on subsequent releases. It certainly isn't garbage like Bang Tango. Oh, and fuck you. And musically, it smokes. I so love Bang Tango. It's just my least favorite on side one. Ah, oh, you don't like Out to Get Me on side one? Oh, I like God. it. It's just my least favorite on side one. I didn't say I didn't like it. All right, man. We get the last song. No, next to last. I got it. What, Mr. Brownstone? So yeah. nobody picked... Well, I picked Mr. Brownstone. There you go. So here's Mr. <laughs> Brownstone on the Freeform Rock Podcast. <laughs> Do a little but a little what a little sort of little 
Okay, that was Mr. Brownstone, man. My favorite song on here, and back. Didn't know this is about Nikki Six. Uh, this song was totally about Nikki Six. The guitars on here are so much ear candy. Steven and Duff with that killer rhythm. Axel with the smooth delivery. And what else can you say about the song? It fucking rules. And you still little, but a little didn't do it. So a little got more mobile. A fucking, this is like Nikki Six's fucking, fucking theme song here. Fuck Nikki Six. What do you think about it, Jeff? <laughs> Dude, um, I just realized that, like, when you said, like, this is Mr. Brownstone, you guys play the song, right? Yeah. The podcast? Yeah. I forgot. Uh, like, I mean, I, like, I knew that, but, like, I was like, what? Like, I, I had no idea what you were talking about. Like, I'm like, what, did you just review it? Like, I didn't hear anything. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> the song rules! And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, the song, the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got it. Um, well, Mr. Brownstone, um, it's actually Charlie Sheen's favorite song. Uh, favorite song. Um, and I, I didn't, um, so that's pretty cool, because Charlie, Charlie Sheen is pretty cool. Charlie oh, Sheen rules. It's a cool song. So, Charlie. Uh, yeah, yeah, right on. Yeah, Mr. Brownstone rules, man. They're singing about Nikki Six. Jerry, what do you think about it? Dude, many great fucking memories with this song, dude. Holy shit, dude. Man, this is like the ultimate fucking party tune, man. Another fucking great song, dude. I mean, this album is loaded with fucking bangers, dude. Love this fucking song. Charles. Yeah. Here we go. Where the fuck did you hear this is about Nick, Nick Six? He didn't do heroin. That's a bullshit story. Uh, it's credited to the whole band again. And it's owed to a few of the members, not Nicky Six. Drug of choice, heroin. Hey, by the way, Izzy also dealt it. And he pimped toes. Because they were authentic. Unlike a lot of these bands were out then. This, this was real. They yeah. were real dudes, man. Absolutely, because, man. Yeah, and they be it becomes something else, but at this stage, you know, they just wrote about their experiences. And the, and the Adler Duff combo is phenomenal on this song. The rhythm section set them apart from many of the oh, bands. Fuck those yeah. days. I absolutely love this song. One of the best tracks on the album. Yeah. 
I'm in the inside one, Paradise City, Jeff. Oh, well, this this song, man, this this is a one wild song, man. It's pretty rad, yeah. Um, I, wasn't it in a, like a Burger King commercial at one time? <laughs> <laughs> you say it was, it was, dude. Yeah, you, I think it was on the, well, it was the chicken fries, man, remember that? Chicken fries! Chicken when they came out with the chicken fries, I think they played the Paradise City in the commercial. It might have. I, I believe um, chicken fries are rad. Will. Um, it was in that movie uh, Can't Hardly Wait, I think. Uh, I love that, that movie, movie dude. dude. The cool dude, the guy, he has the boombox and he dude, plays the song. I love that, that lazy rad. chick, dude. She has great boobs, dude. Um, I'll be honest. Um, I haven't seen the movie. Um, you I haven't seen, seen the movie, <laughs> dude. Uh, you know, I didn't watch the movie. Ah, uh, nah, dude. I like seen like the previews. I'm like, I don't want to watch this, man. Dude, These the dude from suck. Idle Hands is in that movie. Yeah, but he's not cool. Like he, he is, is cool in that movie. He doesn't seem very cool. Oh, <laughs> the guy cool. with the boombox playing the Guns N' Roses. Now that's cool, that man. Cool. That. I'm I like, I, I, I relate to that, dude. You know? Yeah. Um, I've never seen the movie, but hell yeah. I'm with you, Jeff. Watch the movie! Boombox, uh, Guns N' Roses, he rules. Well, <laughs> it's like, uh, they have like some party, you know? And this dude, right. like, he, he comes in the, got some boombox, he starts playing some Paradise City, and then I think the one dude, he starts singing. Actually, you know, I think I did see it. I just don't remember it. I remember that scene. Is it Jennifer um, Love Hewitt in that movie? I don't know. Is she? I don't, uh, know. I don't think no, so. It's that, I one think dude, it... that one girl from Party of Five. She's hot. That, that's that's Jennifer Love Hewitt. No, that's the other from... dude. The other girl. The other girl from Party of Five? Yeah, the young chick. Oh, Neff Campbell? Neff Campbell? No. No. Even. Oh, the girl that was in uh, Mean Girls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can't remember. Lacey Charbert. Yeah, Lacey yeah, Charbert. Charbert. Damn, I'm missing pop culture, ain't I? Fuck, I would fuck her in a second. Hey, you got a wife, sir. Yeah. Sorry, chicks, but I would fuck yeah. her. Yeah. He's off limit. Send him to me. But what is that all else you got there, Jeff? Um, uh, yeah, the Burger King thing, can't hardly wait, that's all I got, man, yeah. Oh, yeah, chicken fries are bad, so is the dude with the boombox, and we're rocking. What do you think about it, Jerry? <laughs> Another fucking amazing tune, I love the intro, I love how, you know, it starts out real fucking slow with that intro, and then starts <clears throat> fucking rocking, that rhythm, that rhythm in that song is fucking great, I love learning that on guitar, man. I, I try to play it nowadays. I can't do it because of my hands. But man, what a great fucking song that is to play in, on on guitar. I mean, it was a you know a huge hit for him. Uh, another fucking banger, dude. Love it. Yeah, man. This is not. If this is not one of the greatest rock metal songs ever, fucking the whistle sounds. The song goes in ear candy. Bliss. Song is perfect. So many intricate parts of the song. Insane. Wonder if people hear this song and don't notice that Duff is fucking kicking ass. Fuck, Duff is killing it. Nikki Six would have fucking loved to play this bass lines. 
I can take lessons from Duff. This song is fucking full throttle. Listen to that bass. Enough said. Mic drop. Charles. Uh, it was written after returning from a thing called the Hell Trip. The band took to Seattle. Duff had got them booked at some gig at a gig in Seattle, and the car broke down, and they had to hitchhike there and back. And uh, it's a pretty infamous story in the history of the band, but it was what kind of solidified them and made them say, you know what, we're a fucking band. That's it. And uh, originally, Slash yelled out, where the girls are fat and they got big titties. Yeah. But Axel changed it to the, the more accessible lyrics that we know today. Uh, features Axel on a bit of synthesizer. So, uh... I mean, what can you say about the song? The riff is phenomenal, well sung, miles away from most of the competition at the time, and just the intense breakdown and its blistering pace makes it alone in my heart. Concert closer of the day. Take me home indeed. Classic beyond classic, perfect closer to side. Yeah, the longest song on the album, also. And then we oh, get- um... Uh, it was in the Beast of Butthead. Beast of Butthead watched it. Remember that? And they, they watched yeah, the video for it. rocked out, man. <laughs> yeah. Beast of Butthead, man. Hurry right on. Cool. Second season is on right now on Paramount+. Plus. It's, cool. it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. And then Did we, you uh, watch it? Oh, yeah. I watch it. Every Beast of Butthead. Um, I was fucking getting stoned. Um, the, the episode where they go hunting and with yeah. Mr. Anderson. And he's like uh, drinking... He, the beer, but it's a uh, deer piss. <laughs> and uh, like uh, Mr. Anderson's like, oh yeah, the deers sure like that. And he, but he's like, oh, these deer are cool. They like beer. Why is Mr. Anderson so dumb to Beavis and Butthead though? Uh, because that's uh, how people are, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He like thinks they're the, the greatest thing ever. Yeah, one of the boys is Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for the new for the new fucking uh what is that show? Uh with King Bobby? of the Hill? King of the Hill Yeah, it's the same voice. Yeah, I love King of the awesome. Hill, man. But I think Mr. Anderson's funnier. I'm sorry. Mr. Anderson is hilarious. Mr. Buzzcut. Are you the boys whacking off in my tool shit? Must be those uh, buzzer hawks. He just doesn't seem to know what they're doing. <laughs> what they're doing. Right. His, glasses, his glasses are always fucked up. That's why. Yeah, he's he rules. Mr. Anderson's like the fuck, <laughs> I think. Yeah. And then we flip this bitch over to my Michelle, which uh, Jeff picked. So here's my Michelle on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
Okay. All right, you Jeff, you picked this fucking... Uh, I, by uh, Michelle, yeah. why'd you pick it? Um, I'm not sure, but um, I like the song. Um, you know, it's kind of a... When you listen to it, it's... Uh, I was listening to it uh, a lot, you know, and... Um, it's kind of a downer a little bit, you know, it seems kind of like a bummer, you know, you got her daddy, he's working in the porno and stuff, you know, and the the hotel wasn't free, but then, you know, it gets a little more positive, and, you know, this chick just wants to find somebody that will love her, you know, this Michelle person, you know, and I think we all probably want somebody that will fall in love with them, like the Michelle girl in the song. And yeah, yeah, that's that's what I got to say. It's a good song, um, and hopefully this Michelle person did find somebody that would fall in love with her, and they lived happily ever after. Yeah, well, 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 you just can't tell. Well, 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 well my Michelle. Well, my Michelle. Song is dark, sauce off ear with grinding guitars. Man, I have it. The genus of Axel's lyrics yet. You stay out late and you get your coke for free. Listen to Duff. Fuck, he rules. The middle when the band just jams, man. And Jerry. they should have made that jam longer. But, Jerry, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to, you know, repeat what you guys said. Another fucking classic song. I love the fucking slow intro to it, man. It's ominous and fucking cool sounding. Um, and then it starts rocking again. Another trademark fucking Guns N' Roses riff, man. Fucking total banger, man. What do you think about Charles? Sorry, my power was flicking. My power was flicking. Sorry. As you, uh, to Jeff there, uh, Michelle, it was written by uh, Axel. With help from the band, but it was written by Axel, inspired by a girlfriend he had at the time, Michelle Young, um, who he met via Slash. And uh, another cool thing was, like I said, Side One was all about like being street urchins and trying to hustle to be a band, and and ends with the triumphant Paradise City. Side Two is like dark, way darker in comparison to Side One. It's about all relationships and sex for the most part. So that's really interesting. All these songs are connected pretty much on side two. And uh, uh, Michelle was sitting with Axel in a car and heard Elton John's Your Song. And she said, you know, I'd like somebody to write a song for me. So he did, but he wrote a cheesy love song, didn't like it, and then wrote about her real life. That This was all biographical. Uh, the band is, was on the fence about putting it out, but he played it for Michelle and she loved it. And that's pretty much how it goes it's awesome it's like doomy yeah so dark yeah i had yeah. some interviews that started holy jesus in the album and i would have to say it's probably my second favorite song in the album so yeah. um, oh um and I, I think i knew about that michelle thing uh and i think she did turn out all right actually yeah. i think she's actually doing all right and I think uh, there was like an interview, like people like asked her about it and stuff, and I think she, yeah, yeah, she got, like, that song was about me. But I think it's about two girls, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's about her, but I think it's about somebody else also. Maybe, but I noticed that Axel claimed it was all about her, but I don't I thought, know. 
Um, like, maybe it was the name or like I I don't know maybe I think it might have been about two uh, like uh, two different girls um, but I do remember hearing an interview with her and uh, she uh, turned out alright uh, hey great choice the fucking song ruled yep alright man so we get to the next show the next song think about you uh, Jeff Oh, it's a rad song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Steve Summers did a cover for it, a cover of it, um, on a Guns N' Roses tribute album of uh, Pretty Boy Floyd. Um, <laughs> it's a catchy little ditty. It's a catchy little ditty. Um, there's nothing, you know, there's not much I can say. It's a catchy little ditty, and uh, the guy from Pretty Boy Floyd covered it. Um, it's a happy song. It's a happy song. Um, it's a nice song. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Every song on here is different from the last. This is at Motley Crue. At least at the time. New Kids on Your Cock. This song is cool. A lot of moving parts and a killer solo. But this song wasn't fucking like a single, but it fucking rules. Jerry. Well, no respect to you, Jeff, but this song was covered by Pretty Boy Floyd. That explains how bad this song is. <laughs> uh, probably the only dud on the album, and it's too freaking happy, in my opinion. It doesn't fit with the album, in my opinion. Either does the next song we'll get into, but the next song was a huge hit, so who the fuck am I to say? But uh, yeah, I just wasn't crazy about this song, dude. Yeah, the lamest one on the record, in my opinion. Charles. Credited Izzy Stradlin, my favorite member of the band. And uh, like you said earlier, something about Slash. And this is just my opinion. Whenever people say, oh, look, it, it's Axel or Slash with that top hat. See, I always envisioned Izzy. Because I always thought he was the coolest looking motherfucker in the group. That was my He opinion. was, man. He was. Yeah. But unfortunately... His cool didn't come through on this fucking clunker of a song. And <laughs> totally dated to the area era. The song could have been on L.A. Guns album. I mean, it was probably... <laughs> generics, it probably was an L.A. Guns song. It, was, huh, it's, it could have been, yeah. It could have uh, been. Exactly. Because uh, they were actually intertwined a lot there. Uh, he had that cheesy, generic-sounding acoustic running through the chorus. It's so dated. The only thing that is okay is Izzy plays the solo on it. And it does get a bit interesting towards the end. And it also thematically follows into the next song really well, which is another thing that happens a lot on this album. But other than that, it's just not a great one. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Okay. So we get to the next track, which is uh, Sweet Child of Mine, Jeff. Oh, well, this is a rad song, man. I love this song. Um, sometimes I'm kind of down on it because I hear it quite a bit. But, you know, um, it was in that movie, The Wrestler. And I love yeah. that movie. It's a good movie. movie. Um, they play it at the end, you know, a really great movie about how a former, or a former a professional wrestler who decides he doesn't need no kid no chick, you know, telling him what to do, and he gets in that ring, and he pranks some guns and roses, and lives his life, you know? No one's gonna tell him what to do. 
And that's pretty that's, rad. It's that's also in that new Thor movie, Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a, it's a song that's overplayed. It's played a lot. But sometimes when I watch a movie, I'm like, right on. This is pretty rad. Yeah. Right on. I think the opening riff, if I'm not mistaken, Charles, was actually just a practice riff that Slash used to warm up to. Am I correct on that one? Yeah. Yes. But uh, and I think, uh, I don't know if the lyrics were written for Aaron Everly or it was written before that. Uh, I was. No, it was supposed to be for Aaron. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, it's... I mean, I, like I said, you can't argue the fuck. Everybody loved this song. But I don't know. They never really... Come across as a as a real compared to the rest of the album, uh, I don't know, man. I just this song never did it for me, man. Sorry, especially that "Where Do We Go." I didn't really care for that part either. I, I, pass. Okay, this song made the fucking album blew up. Sure it did, absolutely. After it did. its release, dude, yeah, you wouldn't have heard this in today's age. It wouldn't have got the chance, and people would have moved on already. But this is a ballad, but not a ballad. That bass, again, that fucking Duff does, is fucking amazing. And that solo fucking, 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 what's his name? Slash. Slash. It's just an Axel Smooth voice and a breakdown. Where do we go now? Fucking perfect uh. song. What do you think about it, Charles? Well, they're only number one single. And uh, not that that's necessarily a benchmark for anything, but, I mean, it did. It solidified the band. Yeah, we didn't quite hit yet. I don't know if Jeff knew this or not, because I think you're a little younger than us. That's the only reason why I'm saying it. Guns N' Roses was an MTV darling. MTV could not get enough of GNR at all. And what was kind of cool about this video was, didn't they untease their hair, Mark? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Now, Axel still had a little makeup on, but they started toning down that look. And not long, and then by Paradise City, it was gone. And then everybody started doing that. These dudes were, everybody, they copied them a lot in their look and everything. Even though Tesla did it first, Mark, I'll give you credit for that. But, I mean, Guns N' Roses, all eyes were on them. The critics loved them. MTV loved them. Radio loved them. And, obviously, the fans loved them. Jerry, you're right. It was like a practice little ditty doodle thing where Slash was trying to make fun of the circus or something. Yeah. Axel was like, hey, that's pretty cool. Slash was like, really? Like, Slash didn't really care for it. It's my favorite Guns N' Roses ballad, period. It's what's... Hey, the he made that band in that commercial that he does with that riff, so... Yeah. <laughs> what commercial was that oh, for? Oh, the, um... Well, uh... The... Uh, tax thing? I don't the know. The chick's like, dude, you're in. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, yeah. that was like the tax thing. Yeah. And just like, think... Cool. And just think, Brett Michaels said, fuck you, Slash, we want CC. <laughs> CC is awesome. CC's like my hero, dude. CC <laughs> might be, but he was last was not good enough to be in poison. But he um, dude, remember Step Brothers? Remember Step Brothers when they do this song in the car? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you remember? Dude, that's funny. 
Uh, sweet child of mine is a burn. I agree with Jeff. There's a burnout factor on it, but it's an all-time classic, dude. I mean, it is. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Charles. Man, this is a rumor. I'm not too sure it's 100 percent true. Paul Stanley turned this album down to produce. No, they fired. Yeah, him. they um, him. What? Finding him. They fired him. Okay. No, no, that's not what. That's not uh, that what happened. I think it was because uh, Slash said something about him. Like being gay or something. I thought that's what it was. They only brought Paul into the equation because Steven Adler was such a fucking kiss man. Um, But I do believe that was like the demos for the album that uh, the guy from Nazareth. 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 And he did. Another one. And some other dude, I'm not sure, but they ended up going with Mike Klink. But yeah, Paul Stanley was in consideration. But. Uh, he told oh, I think it changed some shit. Naxl didn't like it, so he said, "Get the fuck on." And then Slash said some bad shit about uh, Paul Stanley. Yeah, where he should. He did. Uh, That's I like true. that Paul Stanley. He's a funny dude. He says some funny stuff. Yeah, like uh, a riot at Paul Stanley. Like uh, what was it? Uh, <laughs> I want to make a fur coat out of shaved beaver. Come on, that's funny, man. I don't get it, but it's funny. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get, right? Your, let's get to your crazy. What do you think about this, Jeff? Uh, it's a pretty, pretty nice song. It's, um, I like it. I like the song. Uh, they did that acoustic version for uh, that one, the little EP thing. It's pretty uh, cool too. Live. Um. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool song. Um, I don't know. Uh, there's not really much you can I can say about it, but it's pretty rad. What do you think about it, Cherry? If you don't like this song, you're fucking crazy. This song rules. <laughs> I, think it, I think it's the shortest song on the album, but it fucking, it's three minutes and 30 seconds of fucking bliss, dude. Love it, man. Now we're back to kick-ass Guns N' Roses, man. Yeah, fucking people, awesome tune. People say that like the acoustic version of this off of lies. I think they are fucking uh, fucking stupid. I love the song Plugged In. The fucking should be saying you're fucking crazy needs power of the amps. Great fucking song. What do you think about it, Charles? I think Charles is gone. Charles is gone? How could Charles be gone? Charles, where are you? Hmm. Well, uh, what about you guys? Do you like the acoustic one? Or no, just I the, don't uh, like the acoustic, man. Not like just at all? or Charles, where are you, man? Uh, I don't think he's here. He's here somewhere. He's here? Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, shit. I don't know where Charles is at. All right. I never, did. Yeah, I never cared for the fucking Lies album. I mean, it was it was. Uh, I like Patience a little bit. That was a kind of a cool tune. And the um, oh, what's the song about? Uh, 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 you used to love me. Yeah, I love that love fucking song, dude. That song fucking. Yeah, great, I, I love that live stuff. The live, uh, live like a suicide. That's pretty rad. Oh hell yeah, dude! That was out. Was that out, um, That was out before, wasn't it? Appetite. Yeah, but they put it on the the, the album. But uh, you know that might be uh, yes, that's, that's really good. Charles, what do you think about your crazy? Charles on video. Yeah, let me take it off. 
I look hideous. Uh, <laughs> you look great. Uh, you're crazy. You remember when we did damn Yankees back in the day, Mark? <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn Yankees are pretty rad, man. I love damn Yankees. I don't go that far. But, I, and I mentioned something about something reminded me of my mom, and you were like, oh, but now I like it because of that. Dude, my mom loved this fucking song. It ruled. She loved that part at the end when he goes, you're fucking crazy. You know how they end it. Yeah, yeah. She loved that. She got a kick out of that for some reason. I do like the lies version, though, better. I'm not going to lie. I like the version on lies. But this song is fucking kick-ass, man. Uh, it's definitely better than fucking Think About You. That's all I can say. Yeah. Fucking just a huge point crushes. Yeah. Yeah, Think About but, You was kind of a bummer song. Yeah, it's a little let down. You're fucking crazy. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. And then we get to Anything Goes, uh, Jeff. <laughs> this, is, this is a rad song right here, man. I like this one. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a little, it's kind of a kinky little song, man, you know, just talking about, tied up, tied up, I was like, oh, right on, yeah, I could dig this, um, um, they did that, uh, Axel did that one, uh, version, version, they did that one, version, 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 that one version, hmm, Verzon, Verzon, uh, I, you guys know what I'm trying to say here, um, with, a uh, Hollywood Rose, you guys ever heard that? Yep, uh, yes I did, that, yeah, that was pretty cool, I like that, um, I might even like that one a little bit more than, uh, the GNR one, um, yeah, I got the, I got the lyrics here, so I was like, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's a kinky little song, with your ass in debris, Oh, pennies round your knees Pays with your ass knees. in the breeze. Man, that's something. <laughs> Doing that grind with a push and a squeeze. Yeah. Yeah, this, this is some good stuff right there. That's some good stuff. I like that. That's a nice song. That's, that's good stuff. Uh, that should have been an acoustic song, man. I could dig that. That, that, that would be... Uh, that would be pretty cool on um, the acoustic, man. They should have did that one. That would have been pretty fun. That's what I got to say. Jerry? I mean, fucking Jeff just said the lyrics to this song. What do you think I feel about that song? This song rules. Um, written, has some guy named Chris Weber or somebody write this song with him? I don't know who he is. Maybe Charles. Um, actually, you know, I got, the, I got the liner notes. I can look at it right now. It says nothing. Nothing is what it says. It says all songs by Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Yeah, maybe Chris Charles Weber, and Phyllis Lynn on that one. Yeah. Chris Webber was in Hollywood Rose. Uh, okay, he was like okay. the original Slash kind of role. And uh, gotcha, gotcha. he had to sue to get these songwriting rights. Okay, by okay. the way. And that's why you hear it on the Hollywood Rose compilation Jeff's talking about. I'm going to mention another song that was on the Hollywood Rose on this song when we get to my review. Go ahead, Jerry. Yeah, but this song is fucking gnarly and fucking nasty, dude. What a fucking great song, man. That's all I got to say. I just say uh, this song is okay, but the songs that came before it overshadow it. This song would have been better used for Use Your Illusions. Take off my world, Charles. 
Anything Goes is the other weak song in the album, in my opinion. And if they would have went with the rule of 10, album be perfect. And that's what keeps it from being as great as the Boston debut, in my opinion, or Oasis, definitely, maybe. But it's a fantastic album, all the same. Uh, interestingly enough, there's a song called Shadow of Your Love, which was released as a single on the box set and was on that collection oh, Jeff talked about. It blows away this fucking song. Completely. No, I gotta disagree, dude. Oh, I, maybe it's I, just because well, these lyrics are a little, they're, you know, more memorable, you know? Like, Shadow You Love, like, I, you know, I can remember the chorus, but I don't remember any of the lyrics, man. But this one, man, Ass in the Breeze, man, that, that's something, man, that. I'm like, well, dude, yes. that, that's something. I agree. That's I some memorable stuff here. I'll give it credit. It's slightly, it's very 70s. You got the talk box. It's just not that that great of a song. It's not as good as the other songs in the album. It's not as bad as uh, "Think About You," but it's still not a top-notch Guns N' Roses song. They never play it live, and it was an interesting choice because they had to give Chris Webber songwriting credit. So, I think they must have thought it flowed thematically better with the with the closer. That's the only thing I can say about it. I agree with you, Charles. I agree with you, Charles. Thank you. But then we get the last song, Rocket Queen, which Charles picked, which I would have picked. So here's Rocket Queen on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Sorry for interrupting the podcast. I just want to take a second to thank all of you for listening. Please take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Podbean. And join the Freeform Rock Podcast community on Facebook. Now, back to the show.
Charles, I know why you picked this song, but why did you pick it? It's my favorite Guns N' Roses song ever. Uh, I just figured out today what this song was really about, because everybody should know. Axel is fucking Steven Adler's girlfriend in the breakdown in the middle. <laughs> so I, I thought he was uh I thought he was fingering her. Was he no, I thought no, that's he was banging her out. He was banging her out, dude. I promise you. Oh that. I thought he was just fingering her, but I yeah. because like I read about this shit and he was like, Hey, you want the band to do well, right? And she was like, Yeah, well we gotta have sex right now. And she was like, Oh no, dude. And he was like, No, you want the band to do well, right? And she was like, Yeah. They actually credit uh, the engineer as the fucking engineer looking at in liner notes. But the thing that's really cool about this song is it totally makes sense because, like, in the early part, he's fighting with her and he's not saying really nice shit. Then he has sex with her in the middle and then he's all lovey dovey at the end. The fucking groove on this is funky as shit. Duff is on fire on this fucking song. I just love it. Absolutely love it. Like I said, it's my favorite GNR song. Over any other song, love it, love it, love it. It's the best song on the album, in my opinion. So there you go, Jerry. Uh, what a fucking great way to end the song, dude. I mean, what and the album? I mean, man, another fucking banging tune, dude, man. Actually, there's an actual real banging going on in this song I right hear. So, what a great fucking album, dude. What a great way to end it, man. This is one of the best fucking albums ever recorded, in my opinion, and I'm sure you all agree with me on that one. Fucking love it, dude. Great choice, Charles. Thank you. Uh, fucking, uh, uh, well, I'll go with it. Yeah, it's checked and picked this. I would have picked this. This is my all time favorite GNR song. Just listen to the start of the song. Duff and Steven are playing all fucking symbiotic. Yeah, fucking fact. This band is playing one tight, they are fucking tight. The women fucking moaning in this song is sexy as fuck. Then the changes that they do in direction are fucking amazing. This song rules. I gotta go with you, uh, fucking Jeff. Oh, uh, what? <laughs> what is what? What the song, man? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. What do I think of the song? This is a good, this is a good song. Um, I think, uh, um, like, the story was like uh, Steven Adler's girlfriend. Um, I guess like they went somewhere and like um, somebody asked, like, "Hey, is that your girlfriend?" And I think she, he said like, "No, no, that's not my girlfriend." And I think she got kind of like pissed at him, and I think that had something to do with the Definitely. the uh, this you know the the orgasm on the uh, Rocket Queen. Major um, orgasm on this. Yeah, he regretted song. that move. <laughs> well, maybe not, you know? I mean, I think, uh, because it's a good song, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I think I looked up some, I think I was, like, looking up some pictures there, and there's, like, some pictures with her and Axel, you know? So maybe, uh, you know, they all were, but there's also other girls, too, so maybe it was, you know, like they all kind of got it on. But I also seen some photos of her now, and it seems like she's with some of the Guns N' Roses band members, you know? So it seems like she's still pretty cool with them and stuff. That's pretty good, man, you know? And so uh, that's, that's what I got to say, you know? It's a good song, um, you know? 
I think the lady in the song, I can't remember her name, is something other. Adriana, Adriana, something. Adriana, that's what it was. It was Adriana, because I, I, I think when I looked it up, I was like Adrian or something. I thought that's what her name was, like the maiden did. But Adriana, that probably made yeah. a lot more sense. Oh, her last name's Smith. That's right. Yeah, Adriana. Um, but uh, yeah, no, she seems pretty cool. She seems like uh, you know she's pretty happy. She's pretty happy with the song. I think she there's a lot of interviews where she talks about it. Stuff oh, and Jeff, she said she would do it for the band and a bottle of Jack Daniels, not Ooh, Black Velvet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's I a champ. Fuck up That's pretty good. You know what? Right Next time I see her, I'll have to uh, remember uh, to get a box of a uh, bottle of uh, Jack Daniels. Maybe. Yeah. I wonder, if that, I wonder if, that, if she still does that. I hope so. All you bitches need to come to California so we can fucking party. <laughs> but uh, she does seem pretty cool now. Like she still like uh, hangs out with the band. It looks like, and so uh, good for her, man. You know. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, man. That's fucking. You know what? what? Fucking out. Uh, I wonder if he uh, he was like fingering her because like you don't hear the axle orgasm on the end the song. I, uh, no, they say he had he did a Ron Jeremy. That's what it's yeah, but, but you don't hear like the axle orgasm, like ah, you well, know, you, like what would that sound like? He probably didn't finish yet, dude. He was just hammering that shit, you know. Fucking axle or, uh, just fucking banged anybody. Maybe he's quiet. Not every dude be hollering, you know. I don't know. I think uh, Axel's a hollerer, man. You know, like but like they, yeah. I, you know? Is, Ax is Axel married to anybody? No. Uh, Does he have uh, any kids? He, never has been. But but Slash has well, kids. Well, yeah, Aaron right? Everly. He was married to Aaron yeah. Everly. But after that, no. Does Slash have kids? Does Duff have yeah. kids? Multiple kids. Duff has kids. Daughters. I is is he? I don't know. Is he's like the... Like, we don't is know what the one, fuck he's doing. Izzy's the one you want to hang out with. Izzy is the fucking one you want to hang out with. Nah, I want to hang out with Steven Adler, man. He seems like a very nice guy. Dude, he had a stroke. <laughs> yeah, but he seems like a very nice guy. I want yeah, to but, hang out with Slash. But, dude, Izzy, you get to ride four-wheelers on his fucking land and probably smoke a little doobie and just chill. Dude, I'm sure you could probably do all those things with uh, Steven Adler. I was smoking. Man, I don't think he had like that. <laughs> <laughs> but fuck Maybe. man that was our fucking remix fucking appetite for destruction fucking guns and roses because I think we have Lee and we have Lee fucking Sinclair on this fucking episode fuck I love Lee fuck Lee Sinclair Lee Gershman rules and we need to redo this episode because it's Charles's birthday episode. Yay! And we need to redo it because Charles is a Guns N' Roses nut swinger. Right, buddy? Am I? Yes, I am. You are. But it's mainly because, again, they did a lot of crappy shit, too, though. Well, this I don't think so. I think they did a lot. I don't think they ever did anything so bad. Incident? I, bet I they... think that was that bad. Ooh! But I, so guys, all right. I, I got I got a question for you guys. Will we ever hear any new Guns N' Roses music? No. Oh. Yeah. Why not? No. Sure. 
Oh, uh, we use 72 seasons as my uh, defense that we don't. Okay. <laughs> Dude, Slash makes some great albums of Miles Kennedy. I'm just saying. I don't think it's necessarily fair that they still fill up stadiums off of one album, but hey. Somebody it isn't. Metallica should fill up albums. That's three, four albums. Yeah, yeah well. Hey, I can't help it. But I mean, this album is that fucking good. It's a mic drop. Like, this is all we need. The only album I'll put above it, as far as like, honestly, is Nevermind the Forwards. Oh, what about Van Halen 1, man? Yeah, Van Halen 1. I dig, Van Halen 1. 1. I dig it. But I mean, I'm talking about like where they're known for one album. Guns N' Roses is known for one album. They're, well, they're, uh, they're actually known for Europe. One album. Europe, the final countdown. Yeah. Yes, baby. I don't know. But yeah, I'm going to say albums by Europe from 2004 are the best. Um, that album sucks. Sorry. Dude, Thanks. you don't <laughs> like Shot from the Dark? About shot in no. the fucking ears. It's terrible. Have you heard <laughs> it? I don't know. I've heard that whole album before. No, sucks. you need to hear. You need to hear fucking. All right, that'll be the next one I go revisit. All right. Yeah, I need to do a review of Europe, one of the albums of 2004. We did shot for the dark. Elite. Well, you guys enjoy that one, I guess. No, you need to be on it because I need to give your shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Of course I would be on that one. Fuck yeah. Europe oh, rules. Overkill rules. Oh, God. Overkill rules. Overkill rules. Overkill rules. Metal church yeah. rules. Metal Fucking church idiot. rules. Uh, Whiplash. Whiplash rules, man. Yeah. What is your favorite band yeah. now, Jeff? Oh, it's Kiss. Kiss? It's uh, it's Kiss, Black Sabbath, um, Van Halen. You know, I think uh, you know, like those three kind of. I changed from those three. But you like the monkeys better than the Beatles. Um, who likes the monkeys? I like, I like the Kings better than the Beatles. Fuck yeah! Well, no, 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 no. The Beatles are better than fucking Kings. No, no, the lyrics. No, Ray David, he he's a better songwriter no, and a better musician. No. That's hey, I love the King so Jeff, so I, I I'm not mad at you. I mean, but, come on, dude, some of those lyrics are brilliant, man. They're no. in the same vein as sort of like a cheap trick. Like when I listen to like cheap trick though. Oh come, on. like when I listen to the Beatles, like it's not. I don't relate to it, you know? I like the kind of, like, the relatability and the kind of the working man lyrics of Ray dude, Davis, of dude, the Kinks. Dude, the distorted, the guitars, the power chords. The girl. Hide your hand in the sand, little girl. Catch you with another man. That's the end, uh, little girl. Fuck I that. love the monkeys, but as long as it ain't the monkeys, Jeff. Come on. They mimic the Beatles with the monkeys. Yes! That we're good. Run for your life rules. Um, I, I, I kind of, I do like the monkeys a little bit better. Than oh, the I, yeah, I do. Kinda, I like Last Train to Clarksville oh, more than any Beatles song. Oh, I'm yeah, staying. I'm, like, I'm, I'm staying out of this conversation, man. Well, you don't like Last Train to Clarksville? That's a good song. Oh, I, I do. I, I, I do, but better than the Beatles. Oh. Well, what, what Beatles song is better than Last Train Brown to Clarksville? Day of Life. Day of Life. 
I think a day a daydream believer is better than a no! day in the life. Hey Jude. Now there was a time where uh, the monkeys were actually more popular than the Beatles. No, so, but, uh, no not there was. That, that's a fact, man. It's a fact. Rescue like it or not. Not for very. Ah, no work, man. In my life, hard days, night. I can keep going. So fucking. Uh, yeah, but those songs the don't. Visions, man. Like, like so, in my life, I don't relate to it. You know, like it's not like a song that like, it, it, like I don't relate to it. But like something like Tom Sawyer, it, like but by the Kinks, We're not talking man. about Rush. We're not oh, talking. I about always Rush. talk about Rush. But the songs by the Kinks, man. Like I uh, like especially that '70s stuff. Please. I guess don't. I guess like uh, maybe it's because like. You don't relate to the, Lola, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rush really, or you the had Kings? A, you had an issue like that. Rush or the Kings? Uh, are the Kings? Okay. Uh, the kind of the Kings, just because they've been oh, around longer, no. so they have like more albums. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like oh. the Kings better than Rush myself. So I'm with you, Jeff Bears. Fuck yeah! Like, I, you like I the like... Kings better than Rush? Myself? Oh yeah. Charles? Yes, I do. What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't hate Rush, but I like Kinks better. God oh, damn! Dude. The Kinks Cellular Heroes? That's a good song. Well, that man. is a great song, but fucking Subdivision. Water, water, sunset? That's that's good too. Oh, Isn't you really no. got maybe one of the first metal songs? Maybe. Couldn't it, couldn't it possibly be? I mean, that's like the first distorted. Actually, dude, if you want to think about it, man. The distortion thing? The Beatles. The Kinks influenced the Beatles. Because the Kinks no! did the distortion. Did, no, like the Kinks did the distortion <laughs> yeah, guitar first before the Beatles. the Beatles. Maybe, maybe. I mean, no! I got a point. It came all out day and all, all, all day, all day, all day, and all the night, man. Was no, If the Kinks hadn't done the distorted guitar thing, the Beatles wouldn't have ever done it, right? So if you think of like Helter Skelter, fucking, 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 fucking. They did a day life, which is distorted before the Kinks. There was nothing distorted on a day yeah. life. Um, but on the album with like uh, Sgt. Pepper's Only Heights Called Band, that without the Kinks, that album might not have sounded the way it did. Oh, the King, uh, fucking Beatles were inspired by the Pet Sounds, Beach Boys. Now, yeah, but I mean that's not really like you know. It's a great album, though. I love Revolver, but I mean, what he's saying is that maybe Helter Skelter was inspired by the distorted sounds of. Yeah. Well, a lot of the like a lot of the Beatles songs with the distorted guitars, a lot of bands with distortion were influenced by the Kinks. Oh. What came out first? What came out first? Paperback Writer or You Really Got Me? You really got me. You no! you really got me was the one that did it first because he no! uh, took like a knife and like cut no! the speakers in his amplifiers no! to create the distorted guitar sound. Well, all day and all the night came out in '64, so Jeff might. Oh, dude, and that's like I mean, dude, if you listen to the stuff that the Beatles were doing at the time, and you listen to, uh, uh, you know, all day and all the night, man, that's like. What do you I think, think about the Rolling above. Stones? I love the Stones. The Stones are fantastic. I went and seen them uh, last Rolling year. Stones or the Beatles? 
Um, I think the Stones, but that's oh. just because the Stones have been around longer than the Beatles. No! The Beatles only. <laughs> And the, but the, the Beatles have only like uh, cause they were in the 60s and, and the early 70s but that's all you got man the Stones you got the 60s you got the 70s you got the 80s you got the 90s you got the now Mick Jagger said when he inducted the Beatles in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame said without the Beatles there would be no Stones but that doesn't really mean anything because really? a lot of bands a lot of a bands are influenced by bands, but that doesn't mean they're better, you know? The Beatles are ah. better than the Stones. Like, uh, uh, that's a good example. Like, uh, like, okay, Van Halen, right? Van Halen was influenced by Black, uh, Black Oak, uh, what's it called? Black Oak. With Jim Black Dandy? Orc okay, right? Yeah. But, does that mean that band is better than Van Halen? No! Exactly. Movie. Just because the the Rolling Stones are influenced by the Beatles doesn't mean the Beatles are better than the Stones. The Beatles the are Stones. the best band ever, and in Rush. Nah, like I, 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 I mean, I think the Rush. Beatles are a great band, but if it, they were in the right time and the right right place, the I think if. You better well, run for your I life if you can, Beatles little girl. Hide your sand in the head, little girl. Catch well, you with a little, little man. That's the end, uh, little girl. They were fucking they awesome. I don't think they influenced the Stones, Jeff. I think it was more... They did write... Music. They wrote the Stones' first hit, and George Harrison got them um, signed. George I mean, it would have maybe been a Rolling Stones if George Harrison wouldn't went to DECA and said, sign him because you fucked up and didn't sign us. But I don't know if there's an influence, though. They're different. Dude, it's yeah, apples and oranges. I'm going to tell you one thing. I like who better than the Stones. So the there you Beatles go. Beatles are the best I mean, oh, dude, if you go to everybody. the musicianship, who, who who's the better musicians? Beatles. The Rolling Stones or the Beatles? Beatles? Oh, that's not true. Beatles. Oh, come on, Keith Richards? No, Keith Richards is just a rhythm fucking guitar. Brian, the bass player? No! Oh. Brian didn't play Beatles bass. He was uh, Bill, Bill Wyman, and Paul McCartney blew him away on the bass. Blue, Bill Wyman blew everything. Uh, I don't know about that, man. Oh, and Charlie Watts were about to push on the drum. Oh, dude, Char dude. Charlie Watts, man. Oh, come on. One of the greats. Come on. Fucking Ringo blew them all away. The he did things that nobody else did about the drums. Keith Moon blew uh, both away. Keith Moon is awesome, but Neil Peart blows them all. Bobby away. Rock blew oh, them all away. Fuck no. Uh, Peter Nelson. Chris, Neil Peart. Peter, Peter Chris blew them all away. Oh fuck you. Neil <laughs> Peart blows them all away. No, that would be Dave Navarro. Oh fuck you. Navarro? Yes. Oh my God! No, dude, you know, nah, dude, the best fucking drummer ever, Ricky fucking Rocket, dude. Oh fuck you, <laughs> Jerry. I do like Ricky Rocket. I think my favorite might be Bobby Rock. I don't. know. Maybe he's not my favorite, but oh, I do love Bobby Rock, man. Oh, dude, he's fantastic. Dude, I seen Bobby Rock with Lila Ford, and Bobby Rock went backstage with this girl while her husband stood outside and waited. 
Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. Plays Tony drums Rock is a good drummer, but he don't. He plays drums with his head, dude. He's awesome, he dude. I saw him with Lita a couple years ago, he dude. Don't... He's, he's ripped, man. He's a jack, dude. Yeah, he is. Rush, <laughs> my opinion, is the best band ever. Oh. Well, I mean, my favorite, my favorite Rush album was the first one, man. Really? Yeah, and working. Oh, yeah. Band, oh, what the fuck is fuck wrong yeah. with you? In the Mood is my favorite what Rush song, man. In Why the Mood. Why Night is the best Rush album. No, In the Mood. Mood no! That's my favorite. That's my favorite Rush song. Neil uh, Pierce. Dude, Rick, Ricky Rocket, dude. Ricky Rocket. <laughs> uh, Charles, Big. who's your best fucking drummer? Best drummer? Yeah. Ever? Fucking probably Dave Navarro. What? He is a <laughs> What? I am fucked up, man. Mitch Mitchell. You know, I might even say, I'm going to say Alex Van Halen is a better drummer well, than Alex you. Alex Van Halen is oh, good. But he ain't better yeah. than Neil Peart. Sorry. Tico Torres from Bon Jovi. Tico Torres <laughs> is great, but he's better than Neil Peart. I think Alex Van Halen might be better. No! Bobby Blotzer from Rat. Bobby Blotzer oh, he, Dude, he is fantastic. I went and seen him, and he can chug a beer while playing the drums, and that is pretty awesome in my That's book. That's pretty rad. Yeah, and he's not like a, he's really not like a, like, any dude, and he was in that band, um, oh, with Michael Shanker. Contraband. Contraband. Contraband sucks. Yeah. I love Tracy oh, Guns. Michael Shanker, Tracy Guns, um, you know. I'm gonna check yeah. out Contraband. No, you Frankie don't Benelli, want to. Though, dude, dude. Frankie Benelli. Frankie Benelli? Frankie like Benelli is a great drummer. Oh, I thought you were going to say he was in uh, the... Uh, no, great drummer. Band. He is a great yeah, drummer. Yeah, no, Frankie, Frankie, he's always great, man. I met him, and he's pretty cool. Fuck yeah. Frankie Benelli is amazing. I'm with Jerry. Peter Chris is the best drummer in Kiss. Oh, well, I agree with you on that. But Neil, I mean, Peter, I, Neil Peter I is think, the best drummer ever. So I just uh, want to know. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna start with you, Jerry. What is the best drummer ever? I know you're gonna pick John Bonham. Nah, man, that dude that played in that band, The Heights, in the '80s, dude. That's oh, yeah. Band, really. <laughs> <laughs> Be serious, bitch. Well, obviously, I mean, you, you already said it, dude. John Bonham's one of my favorite. Nick Mason's up there. Neil Peart. I mean, come on, dude. I mean. Ricky fucking Rockin. I'm just kidding, dude. That dude sucks. But uh, what? I thought uh, you were serious, dude. I love Ricky no, Rockin. No, He's great. One of the most underrated drummers ever, in my opinion, is fucking Frank Beard from ZZ Top, dude. That dude fucking was oh, a great yeah. fucking drummer. Oh yeah, He's great. Solid yeah. fucking player, dude. I mean, here's the underrated dude, Mark Kenny Aronoff with John Cougar Mellon. Kenny Aronoff rules, dude. Yeah, dude. See, I saw him with yeah. Chicken Foot. Oh, I'm sorry. Fuck it up there. He was in Chicken Foot? Chicken yeah, foot? he did play on the Chicken Foot <laughs> live show that I saw. Uh, <laughs> wait, who did? What happened to Oh, oh, because I, I was going to say Chad Smith. He, he was the... Uh, Chad yeah, Smith Chad was, was amazing. Foot, Will Ferrell. 
<laughs> oh fuck! I like, I like the Chad Smith. He's pretty rad. You like the yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers? Uh, uh, yeah, they're pretty rad. I like them, yeah, especially the '80s stuff. Oh fuck! The yeah. '80s stuff. Charles, who's Mother's your Milk. Favorite? Who's your favorite? My favorite, Charles. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Damn it! Very sick. Okay, be Dave Lombardo. Kind of a tie. Dave Lombardo, John Bonham, Keith. Keith, uh, with the dude. Dude, Dave Lombardo. I thought you were saying Dave Navarro. Oh, Dave Lombardo, dude, from Slack. Yeah, Lombardo. I thought you were saying Dave Navarro. Dave I Lombardo rules. Joking. I was like, Dave Lombardo kicks ass, man. <laughs> I thought you were talking, because you said something about, uh, like, blowing or something, right? No, I was and Dave I, Lombardo. I might have said it fucked up. I Dave Lombardo. Say- Oh, I thought you were saying Dave Navarro. Oh, that makes more sense. Guitar uh, player. Dave Lombardo from Slayer. The yeah, yeah, I get it now, you know, but I, I was just like... Slayer, <laughs> but I love him with other bands. Well, it's your discredit to not like Slayer. But then you got... No, Slayer. Keith, uh, Keith Moon and probably... Oh, Bonham rules, man. Keith Moon rules. And so does Neil Peart, man. Who... Can tell T-Kirk. me what and the dude from and the dude from uh, Bad English. Oh, what's that dude's name? Jerry? Dean Castronova. Yeah, he he is a great yeah. drummer. Yeah. Would you say oh, dude, dude, Tommy Aldridge, man. Tommy Aldridge is amazing. Underrated. Underrated. Uh, no, he's no. great, man. He's one of my dude, favorites. He's you, in my I'm top five. You, the Joey Kramer from Aerosmith is really dude, Joey fucking rules, dude. <laughs> yeah. Nah, the dude from the Heights, man. He's the, the fucking Heights. Guy, the I just posted that on our group. How do you tell to an angel? What a song! I like man. fucking giant drummer. So give me shit. I, I'm joking about that, everybody. Don't take me seriously. Oh, what songs did we pick? Oh well, let's get the rip. tracks of the week, man. <laughs> we picked Jeff. You picked Mr. Big. Like lightning, why did you pick that track? Uh, I, I have no idea. I think I was probably watching Navy Seals at the time. <laughs> uh, I love that movie. <laughs> um, that's probably why, man. It's it's a cool song. It's a, it's probably my favorite. Maybe it's my favorite Mr. Big song. You know, because really? you got to strike like lightning. You know, uh, it's, yeah. it's good. I like it. Really? It's you don't one, like huh? the other songs about Miss Big? No, no, I like the other songs too. I just, that's probably my favorite. Because uh-huh. it's, uh, uh-huh. you know, you got to strike like lightning. It makes me want to, like, karate chop something, you know? Sure I am. You picked a song yeah. that goes with this album. L.A. Guns, Electric Gypsy. What the fuck? Yeah, right? What a sh- shock. I actually do like some L.A. Guns tracks. Wow. Well, I've been saying it now for fucking three months. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, do you like uh, American Hardcore? You ever listen to that? That's what you No, no, it's the one with this one dude. He's like in like a Aerosmith cover band. It's like a Pantera. It's like LA Guns uh, trying to be Pantera. I like. I never listened to it. Pearl sings with LA Guns. Have you heard uh, Riley's LA Guns, Jeff? Oh, Beers? fuck that shit. Um, you know, um. They were play. I have. Um, they were gonna play last night in Detroit, and uh, I did not go. Oh. Um, 
Well, like, the last, I seen LA Guns, like, a few times, and I went and seen them last year, the, the Tracy Guns to Phil Lewis, and it was, like, really, it was honestly a really bad show. Really? Really. Oh, it, really? Dude, and he I, played, like, some fucking Randy Rhodes before it came out. I, I think, oh, maybe it was, it was probably the show I went to. Um, I've seen LA Guns, like, a bunch of times, because they're constantly touring. Um, but the best time I've seen L.A. Guns was when the guy from Endeavor After, right before they got Tracy Guns back. Tracy Pearl? No, no, the guitar player. They had the other guitar oh, player. Oh, yeah, that uh, one he, But they the had guy from Lewis, uh, right? Yeah, yeah, it was the guy from Endeavor After. Um, he played guitar what? in the band. It was before they got Tracy Guns, but... Last year I went and seen him, and it was, like, a really horrible show. Oh. I got, like, the VIP package, right? And it was, like, 60 bucks. You meet the band, you get a picture and stuff. And I got, like, an email saying you had to show up at 12 o'clock. You know, you have to show up at 12 o'clock. The, sh the doors don't open till 7. So uh, you stand out there. You get there at 12. You're waiting. It's in the hot sun. I think around like three the guy came out he's like a irish dude or something I, I think he i think he was irish he comes out he gives us like passes he goes back in we wait a longer out in the sun then it's like six o'clock we go in and we watch a sound check and the sound check phil's not singing they play like a song and a half and that's it and then they, like, walk off, and I was like, well, this is a sound check? This wasn't anything, you know? I thought we were gonna, like, see a song, request a song, you know? I thought it was gonna be, like, good. This wasn't good. This was horrible. And, um, actually, the the coolest part about it was Tamey Down, uh, Faster Pussycat I was there. Faster Pussycat. And there was no toilet paper in the bathroom, so we had to go find toilet paper for Tamey Down, so that was probably the best part. And then we went out, we waited longer, and then the way the VIP works is it's during the show. And you have Fast to Pussycat, Ellie Guns, and Tom Keither, right? Don't and it's a general admission show. So you're going to have to wait in the front row, row, and then walk to the merch booth, walk outside, and then come back and expect to get by that front of the stage, right? And that ain't going to happen, right? Somebody actually decided to not do the VIP. They were just like, you know, I want to see the show, you know. So I'm going to save everybody's spot and basically just not use the VIP package they had because they want to be able to see the show and be able to get a good spot. So we went all, and we didn't even get to talk to the band because we had to be far away. We had to be like a certain length, you know. So they had a road case in between us. So they was like a five feet away from the band for a picture. And, you know, I walked up there and they had the drummer from Odin playing with them. And I'm like, hey, I like Odin. And he didn't hear me because I'm so far away. And then we got a picture. It, it's, you know, and I couldn't talk to the band. We went out and we had to, like, go through the crowd. And it was just, it was horrible. And they sounded bad probably because they didn't do a sound check. And I remember Tracy Guns was fighting with Ace on stage <laughs> it, it was just, yeah, it, it was, he was like, shut the fuck up, and he's like yelling at him and stuff. It, it was pretty bad. I thought, like, it was going to be, like, the end of L.A. Guns. I thought they were going to break up, like, right after this show, but, yeah, it was not very good, so I think I'm all right with L.A., not seeing L.A. Guns for a while.
Well, then, well Riley's then. different. They actually rule, but that's fine. Fuck you. No, uh, fine. Who's we the bass uh... player in LA, the Riley's LA Guns? Ah, oh, hell, I don't know. Anyway, I just like uh, isn't, 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 that the, isn't that the original dude? Um, Nick Kritz, is that his name? Dude, no. I no, saw no, 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 no. LA Guns and he did Die of Rude Madman before they came on. That was amazing. Is it Chuck? Chuck uh, Garrick? Is he? He's the bass player for Riley's, or is it one of the other? I don't fucking care. Okay. He don't care. <laughs> he hates them. They're stabbed oh. like guns to him. And then we get to you, Charles. He picked LA Guns Electric Gypsy. Yeah. Cherry. Yeah. You picked Century by Iron Maiden, and I pick Fast Biscuit, Bassy Bastard Biscuit, Bathroom Wall. So I'm fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Kelly, Nich Kelly, Kelly Nichols is the bass player for Riley. No, that's that's his I just say uh, the Chuck Garrick because I got this uh, Ted Nugent tribute album, and he's the bass player on the album. Is Chuck Garrick? So oh, okay. I would have been like, oh, dude, I would have liked to have went and seen him if this Chuck Garrick was the bass player. But you know, right on. There's so many members of LA Guns. It's kind of. Yeah. The only members that matter is Tracy Guns and Phil Lewis. And uh, Tracy Burrell is pretty cool, badass, man. Well, I would say that, but the best time I seen LA Guns was without Tracy Guns. I think the other guy was better. I liked him in the band, dude. I, the guy from Endeavor After. I and liked, actually, I liked it. I liked when the Holly, Hollywood Forever album and uh, uh, fucking uh, the the Sunset Strip album. They're really fucking cool. Um, I think, I, I think Stacy okay. Blades is the guitar player, right? Yeah. Talking about um, in uh, the LA Guns, the the end ever, end ever after guy. Hollywood I think forever, that's him, ain't it? No, like uh, there's this band Filipino that came Dollar. out. Uh, well, there's this band that came out called End Ever After, and like the guitar player singer from that band played for LA Guns, and he was there. Guitar player for the long time. He would. He's the one that would sing "Purple Rain." Probably he would go see him. Um, and um, actually, when Tracy Guns came back in the band, he was still in there. He was in there for a he while. He was. Then, what was that guy, Charles? You know him. Um, he was. A, he was a younger guy. He was super cool. He was very talented. Um, but um, they like let him go, and then and uh, they got the Ace dude, and. It, for some reason, they don't sound as good. Charles, you know who that guy is, right? Well, what instrument? Uh, he, he plays guitar. Yeah, he was a Michael, guitar. Michael Grant? Mike, yeah. Yes, that's the guy. Michael Grant. Michael, Michael Grant. Grant. He has a great like a solo shit that's pretty cool, too. He's fantastic, super He's fantastic. talented dude. Yes, he, he is. Was, when he yeah. went seen Gun, L.A. He Guns, was, it was better when he was in the band. It was... He the was a great guitarist. The great Steel Panther guitarist. was in L.A. Guns. I need to see Steel Panther. For a short time. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'd have loved to see that. But Riley's L.A. Guns rules. Fuck Next you. time, check them out. They're completely different from L.A. Guns. Well, it was also Great White. The new, not Jack Russell Great White. It was... I, you know, I don't know, man. I, I want want to see Jack Russell. You Jack know, R Russell rules with his. Uh, yeah, his, his version. His version is better than Mark Kendall's. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, you know, that kid's good though. 
Yeah, yeah but I don't know, man. Great White is just such like a Jack Russell thing, you know. I it, it, it's you know it'd be hard to why I would be dis a little less interested because both fans too were at the same time. Are you, you know? happy Skid Row? Uh, nah, dude. I'm a Bach oh, guy, yeah. man. Here's there, man. I'm a Sebastian Bach dude. Even though I, I, I don't really want to see this, Eric, dude. He's like, what, the seventh singer of Skid Row? Dude, <laughs> I like Eric at I like a dude who died before him. It's pretty cool. Solinger, Johnny Solinger. I think yeah. I think it was a mistake for this Eric guy to join the band. I think he should have just stayed with Heat. <laughs> And I think he should have been successful with his own band instead yeah. of going out with this band. And then when they take him, use him, and throw him out and get a new singer, he's going to be old. He's going to be old. And he's going to oh, like that I... new album, I Skid Row, man. I yeah, like nah, the Johnny Seltzer albums, too. Albums. some truth tonight on the most rad. I mean, it, well, like, dude, it's like a lot of these bands, like, even that great white, they take these, they got, like, these young bands, and they get these singers, and they put them in their bands, and they tour around for a couple of years, and then they throw them out. And rock it's kind of like, rock me rule, you know, like, Heat, Heat's a good band. You guys ever listen to Heat? Yes, they are a good band. Yeah, like, wh like what would you rather do, be, be successful in Heat, or be like... I'd a touring band Jack. with Skid they, Row. I'd rather listen to Jack, yeah. dude. Wow. Yeah. Jack. I don't know. I, Jack is my favorite white. There you go. Yeah. I've seen uh, him live. I've seen him. I'm not going to argue, I'm not gonna argue with, it, with you there. You guys are the great white aficionados. Oh, like Quiet Riot, man? Remember when they got that James... James Durbin as a singer? Oh, White yeah, with yeah. Jizzy is great. And, you know, Quiet uh, Riot, they got James Durbin, the dude from uh, the American Idol guy, right? I like Clean Break better. And uh, James Durbin, he's actually a pretty talented dude. He came out with a solo album, and it's like a, like a classic metal album. It's like a, it's Have pretty good. Clean Break album? A Clean Break album? Clean Break with James Turbin, dude. Yes, yes, I have with the 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 striper dude. Yes, right. Yes. Um, it's oh, it's not as good as James's solo album. His solo album is really good. He has like some members from Y and T. Y and T rules, um, dude. Playing on some, it's really good, dude. I really dig it. But it's kind of like, would you rather be successful with his solo album, or would you rather kind of just tour with Quiet Riot? Dude, you know? would you rather listen to fucking Dave Manichetti than any, anybody out there right now? Uh, sure, no, I mean, is he, he's uh, doing alright, isn't he? He's fucking rules, dude, I saw them, and I'm gonna see them um, in July, dude. Did, well, he had some health problems. He had some yeah, health he problems, did, but, but I think he's voice, he's doing all right now. His so. voice is amazing. I put up some fucking. Uh, <gasps> I'm sorry, I'm hiccuping right now. And I put was up he, was he in Bobby Blonser's rat first? No, act? no, Kenny never was in rat. No, no, Bobby Blonser's rat. They played a show, and I think they had a. I think he might have played with him. He might have played one show. 
Maybe, but Dave Manichetti rules, dude. I think he did. I think he played one show in Sturges with Rat because they needed, like, a band member. Like, like I went and seen Bobby Blonsky's Rat, and, like, it was, like, the last show for that band because right after that show, he, like, fired all the band members or they all left him or something. Oh, and then, like, he played a show in Sturges, and he had, like, a completely different band. Well, YNT has kept the same band for years, though. Yeah, yeah. But um, I think, like, he, he just played one show, and then I think he, Bobby Monster kind of left, and I think he went somewhere else. I don't know where he went to, but he, he was doing his thing. Well, I just want to say happy birthday to the great Charles Trainer. Thank you. Yes, sir. You yes, fucking sir. Happy rule, birthday, brother. dude. Uh, we love yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday and whatnot. Dude, and, uh, Man, all I can say is, Jeff Beers, we're glad to have you on. It was my request to have you come on. And uh, anytime, if you want to come on again, I'm definitely down. And you can pick the record. Uh, well, I really want to do that whole lot of love, a salute to fat chicks one of these yeah. days. <laughs> where uh, you have uh, some members of Twisted Sisters, some members of Quiet Riot, and they all play songs about large women. Whole lot of yeah. Rosie, baby. Um, yeah. Yeah. Be, but man, I'm I'm really glad you came on today, Jeff. Thank you. Oh yeah, yeah, Thank brother, you. man. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks a lot, brother. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man. I am I fucked up right now. Just like yeah, that. I know. We can tell. Oh yeah. <laughs> I get to drink on this episode. It's fucking amazing. But I love you, Ralph Fiera. You know, even though you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> like, share, subscribe. Like, yes. share, to subscribe. We're going to do a video. In about how long, Charles? Uh, uh, you sure? <laughs> I'm ready for the video, dude. I'm going to get me some more whiskey. Let's just do the video tomorrow, man. No! Today. Yeah. I am fucked up for the video. Let's sign off the episode. Thank you, folks, for listening. <laughs> and we can talk about it. All right, everybody. Take care. Thank All you, right, everybody. Let's get the fuck out of here, man. Guns and Roses right. rules. Yes. I want to do the video because I'm fucked up. All right. Okay. All, right. All right. Give me 15 minutes. I'll do a video. All right. We got this. All right, Jeff, man. You will be on here whenever you want to be on here. You All right, on. You are rad. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Jerry Soup left again. Fucking asshole. <laughs> Mark, Charles, man. Take us uh, out, man, bitch. Are we still recording? Yeah, we're still recording. Check us out, bitch. Oh. All right, man. Rock out with your cocks out. I rule. Peace out, everybody. Jeff, man, thank you for being on here, man. Are you oh, going to no be on that Zoom video, bitch? Oh, sure. Why not? All right. All right, we got this. All right, we're out. Okay, yeah. I'll be. Give me fifteen minutes, like he said. <laughs> All right. Hey, right. hey. Late. All right.
for the best of rock and heavy metal and some Duran Duran. <laughs> Just joking. Where am I? Tune into thatmetalstation.com every Tuesday night to hear the Freeform Rock Show. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, only on thatmetalstation.com. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.